Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of Ring Crew Radio. I'm the high flyer, Frank Cliff, always coming off the top rope. I'm joined by my co-host, Nikki Kayfabe, the most hated man in the IWC, and the arbiter of professional wrestling, PJ Stackpole. We are episode 78. The streets are unplowed, but the rumble's over. Yes, and an apology from the High Flyer on behalf of the High Flyer and one Blackjack Mulligan. It fucking snowed a lot this weekend. We did not get to do Saturday morning church. Blackjack only got here just in time to watch the Rumble, but... I'm sure all three listeners of the church <laughs> are very upset. They probably he are. He puts it over more than he does us, this fucking guy. Puts it... K-Fames. He's trying to get out. K-Fames. He wants to get out. He wants, do you he wants really to take like, his talents elsewhere. He's like Brian Kendrick. He's trying he wants, to get out. All Frank Cliff wants to do is release a tweet that says, I free, free, <laughs> a tweet. Ring for radio and I no longer yeah. see eye to eye in my future it. career free, trajectory. Free Frank Cliff. That's what it is. <laughs> a work <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Hold on. And I said, free Frank Cliff, damn it. He deserves better. <laughs> now, now, Arbiter, you could try to talk shit. You're still wrong, but at least you have some like to stand on. You're going to talk about what I do for the podcast? What I do you do other than show up? Show up. <laughs> oh, okay. That's Fuck enough. off. And I bought the mics. You've, in fact, got us negative. We all bought the mics. <laughs> it's, in fact, you've gotten us negative listeners because people on Twitter block you because of how much of an asshole you are. And Certain if we people. ever made it big, you can bet Nikki Kayfabe tweets are going to resurface. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was thinking about starting like. Look what he said about Brody. I was thinking was about. <laughs> do you remember that one? How, that got, dare, how dare you? I was right. I was right. <laughs> I didn't say anything bad. No, you didn't. But I you know. said they said who did Cody Rhodes' job, and I said if you want to talk serious, we can talk. And then <laughs> don't go there. Yeah. What, what's coming tomorrow in the mail for you? I'm Brody Lee action figure. You're such a piece of shit. So you're gonna make money off the man's I'm not, death. No, I. Li- it was wow. a nice action figure, and you're you gonna know? keep it. You're gonna be can one of you, these fake people that act like you actually give a shit. It, can it, you it's, set it's up collectors? Can you? I collect. Can you stuff set like up? That. A, I think it's a collector's item. Can you? Yeah, set your phone's up, a collector's item. <laughs> shut up. Can you set up a prop scene of the cornet action figure? Like, just butt fucking Brody Lee and put it on that, Twitter. Whoa. See what happens. That's no, have him getting cracked <laughs> with the racket. That'll See get people happens. going. I didn't open the Cornet one. Well, I don't plan be, on it. I keep, all, I keep, keep them away? I keep them in the, in the packaging for the most part. Do you one of those ones? Depends. Like, my Adam Cole is out because I lost faith in him. But you were playing with it. I lost faith in him. You were playing with it. <sighs> Adam Cole. No, you had him knee doink the clown? <laughs> I, have, I have him and Cena and Diesel. Oh, boy. What a lineup. I have all the other ones. I have so many that just all packed away somewhere. Jackson figures? So many. And in all of that madness, he has a Sister Jean bobblehead. Yes, Sister Jean. I bought that. That What what college was that? That was Loyola of Chicago, if I'm not mistaken, right? You are something else. I still can't believe you did that. You know Sister Jean, that 100-year-old nun? No. They trotted her out. There was a... uh, Who's Sister Jean? There was... Sister Jean. During the NCAA... (laughs) basketball playoffs one year there was a team that made it very far that shouldn't have and they had a i guess a big fan that worked for their college or some shit that was yeah. in every game an old lady named sister jean and she, she a became nun. a pop culture icon for she two became weeks. A, an icon on espn everyone would you know they would put the cameras on her and all that stuff for two all three right. weeks and, and nikki k fabes pre-ordered a bobblehead I pre-ordered a bobblehead <laughs> which by the time it came i think he's pretty sure he forgot who the hell it was <laughs> and he had to look at the back of the box and say fuck jeez i have yeah sister jean's great 
She looks at you mm-hmm. in your bedroom mm-hmm. under the covers. <laughs> I don't have Whoa. it. Sometimes, you know when people put the pictures down, I have it. <laughs> you turn it, 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 it to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at don't me. Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm pathetic. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of, of pathetic things, not even pathetic, just this is just so strange to me. Gentlemen, it is, and this is part one. What is this, a three count today? I don't even know where we are. Yeah. We're, We're doing a three, a three count. count today, folks, and so feminism is, the- is good. More on that later. Okay. Um, We're a very female-friendly podcast here. All right. I was very confused, gentlemen, because I got texts earlier. First, I see last night on Twitter, I see Brian Kendrick is back. He's facing Moxley on AEW. So it's all right, usual bullshit. WWE drops a guy. Yeah. They sign a guy. When was Kendrick fired from WWE? Literally like two days before or whatever. And he was picked up that quick. This all happened very quick. I didn't even know about this. So Kendrick asked for his Down, doggy. I got it. Because you're just going to go and spin it the way you want to spin it. Because you're out of control. (laughs) I was just following up with him and saying Kendrick... Asked for his release. That was it. He asked for it like three weeks ago. They wouldn't give it to him. Then they gave it to him. But the Moxley thing, I seen that. And then on Twitter you see... No way. Uh, I can't believe K-fabes, it. K-fabes. It's out of control. K-Fabes, stop reading stupidity and being surprised at stupidity. You follow accounts with AEW in the name how. of the account. I don't know how it happened. You follow somebody like named at AEW fan for life, and then you get upset they post no. some stupid bullshit no, like that. No, 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 no. He blocked me. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. So he was. Anyway. Fun- so he requested his release. He got, he got his release. Picked up a few days later by AEW. Within an hour. They, they announced into- this match with Moxley, which is you know, whatever. And then the, the almighty the almighty hammer of one fucking David Bixon span. This fucking guy has dirt on every single wrestler that's ever existed. That's first off. And he pulls it out whenever he wants. He yeah. ruined H. He's ruined Hogan. He's ruined everybody. But this one was interesting because I think he's more of an obvious AEW leaning guy. And right. he just fucked up their whole main event because he came out with this video that Kendrick... And me and you speculated that he had to be on some type of fucking something when he was recording this shit. Yeah. He's very, very slurry and... Um, he seemed disoriented. He yeah, seemed almost high on something. Yeah, he was out of it. But he said a bunch of shit. He's a big conspiracy guy. He thinks the Holocaust didn't exist. He thinks the moon landing was rigged. And there is a small percentage of people on this earth that believe a lot of conspiracies you notice we'll it, and do you notice these conspiracy people they always believe all the conspiracies yeah, it's never just one of them <laughs> they yeah. never just it has to, everything the moon has to be fake right like they have to go that like stevie far. wonder could see and the moon was rigged like you're, how does that relate you're to a each little other? conspiracy yeah. yeah stevie wonder could see. yeah there's a video on youtube he's singing <laughs> with paul mccartney they're singing like we are the world is some bullshit there's every single 80s and 90s fucking performing artists there they're all singing well i don't microphone think- drops Stevie wanted to put his hands out and grabs the fucking thing. Well, I don't think he will. <laughs> what is he, he fucking daredevil? Where did the microphone drop from? It was like falling at him and he grabbed it. Oh. Okay, I think he's one of these things where it's like he's legally blind, which means he can still see a little bit, but his eye, I don't think he. I don't think he's blind blind. Like I, totally Chris, can see seeing darkness. I thought, I thought he's. I'm pretty sure it was Chris Tucker or Chris Rock had a theory about this because they saw him one day. He's like, I was driving down Beverly Hills. I see this motherfucker Stevie Wonder at the window. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's I one know. of the ones. But there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of conspiracy theories. Obviously, the government hides a bunch of shit from us, and God knows what they do have under but the Brian Kendrick figured it all out. Yeah, but Brian Kendrick, <laughs> fucking formerly known as Spanky, 
one day just had a revolution and realized all this shit by Googling something. Yeah. This is the Quanon psychopaths. This is all the same shit. These are people that think fucking JFK, RFK, yeah. they're all rising. They're going to be in the middle of the fucking X one day. It's insane. So, I, but X. I think what Brian Kendrick really stepped in it, the big problem of what he said, it wasn't his conspiratorial leanings. I think it was what he said about the Holocaust. So Didn't he say it didn't happen? Well, that's that's or, two I, days in something along those lines. But it's two days in a row that the Holocaust has come back. And oh my God! What did twenty twenty two? And yeah. it's a fucking talking point. What that's did insane. Whoopi Goldberg have to pay Brian Kendrick to jump on this grenade? Ah, I that's that's what she did. She said, "Hey, Brian." Hey, pal. I, still, I, I need a C-list wrestler to take the heat off C-list. Again, maybe I'm that. out of the loop. I still, to this day, we've talked about it, not to get political or anything else. I didn't think that Whoopi deserved the fucking... The auto-cancel bullshit is insane. People don't even read the full quote or the context or try to understand anything about the sentence that's being said except for two hot words that they could put together and make a headline out of. I'm not saying she's right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm just saying I think she had an opinion about something and it got and, blown completely out of proportion. And, and we need to get together as a society, people, and say, here's a lady who's on TV for hundreds of hours, weekly. Talk probably millions of words sped into a camera. Mm -hmm. She said something a little stupid, a little not correct. Probably did not, I have to imagine it did not come out the way she was trying to get it out. So she apologized. Move the fuck on. We have to crucify the lady. And no one and crucifies her And I disagree with fucking... a lot of what Whoopi Goldberg says, by and, the way. And no one will crucify her co-host who went on a four-year tirade against the president. I, I they mean, like again. that there, but... but... But that's what I'm saying. There's no indifferent, but Joy Behar said worse things about a fucking... The sitting president of the United yeah, States. Joy Behar is, is a lunatic. Didn't well, you used to have a feud with her? <laughs> there it Ew. is. Oh, yeah. That Ew. was... K-Face. Joy Behar. Him and her on Twitter... 2016 electric. Let me tell you something. <laughs> hey, Faves is I, waiting. Well, I, that, that's that's I, a topic for another I day. I plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> so Brian Kendrick uh, was kicked off the show, and Tony Khan sent an apology tweet and a whole bunch of shit. But again, from square one, let's talk about Brian Kendrick. You're gonna bring this guy in, and let's just act like this whole thing didn't happen. For for the sense of this booking, why is the first guy this guy's gonna work is Moxley? Why does that make any sense? You have a thousand job guys on there. You could call a hundred guys from the Indies to come in and do a two-minute squash. Why is he because, working John Moxley? Because they want some big publicity behind a, a decent wrestler, right? Kendrick's not bad. But he hasn't been relevant in Exa seven years. Bingo. And they're going to get a decent match out of him, what, 10, 15 minutes. Moxley's going to beat him. And then Kendrick will go to dark and go 15 and one. And then... People are going to praise him. <laughs> and then get a title shot. And then, no, and then show up on TV and lose. And then it'd be like, oh, he beat the 18 and 3 Brian Kendrick. Get lost. They're fucking, their booking makes no sense. They did it for that. Get it one TV match out of it. Maybe draw some viewers and then go away. But there is a message here that Tony Khan does need to learn from. Number one, you just don't sign anybody. You do have to have some background. I'm sure that when the WWE signs people, they have a fucking background check like no other. I'm sure they know your fucking what your mother did in 19 fucking 84. According to Bruce Pritchard, they ask you, did you ever do a porno? Did you ever say something? Right, and if they, you're honest with them. So they can at least prepare for it. All right. And and this video is interesting because Kendrick was employed by NXT up until a week ago. So it's shocking that none of this shit really came out when before did, that. When did that video take place? How to be? I would say the mid-2000s. So we don't know. We don't really know an exact date. But he, he has to be... 
It's probably somewhere in between. I would give the ballpark of 2005 and 2012. I don't think he was with WWE at that time. He was. They had a bad falling out for many years. They did when he was with Paul London, but that was like up until 2008, I'm going to so say. So you think this came out while he was a WWE No, I think but he came back in 2015. That's what I'm saying. Right. So probably in between. I don't think he was employed by WWE no. when he filmed that. That but I'm up. surprised that it didn't come out then. No, exactly. But that's I don't think, what the point is. Because he was make. nobody then. That's true. Too. But I don't think that, uh, he was in WWE already, though. You know what? It's different, it though. It probably was on the headlines. It probably went quick. No one caught it. But he also wasn't a marquee guy. They weren't putting him on the poster for Dynamite wasn't that night. Wasn't he in that championship scramble? He wasn't in a championship scramble. I'll never forget. He was WWE champion for nine seconds or yeah. some shit. He, he they was. didn't count it, though. Pricks. I didn't hate the idea for that scramble match. I loved it, and I thought fucking Spanky should have, oh, Kendrick should have came out with it because it just made sense at the time. Because that was his, his best know. two months. You no, know, he had a great okay. character he had for like two, two good months. months. Yeah, so did Crash Holly. But build what? on momentum. Hey, Crash Holly's more over than this whole fucking roster right now. You watch your lips. You ain't kidding. Did it? <clears throat> Wouldn't that have? I mean, even if it did come out, I don't, I don't feel like the nowadays the culture is as. Toxic and sensitive as it oversensitized, you could even say, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Also, you got to remember your fan base. Those AEW fans are fucking nuts. They say wild shit all day. They try to fucking dig up shit on wrestlers all the time. I saw somebody try to blame the WWE for John Moxley's drinking problem. It's insane the shit they conjure up in their fucking heads. But you can't fuck with that fan base. They'll pull this shit out. If he didn't make that Holocaust reference, was there anything else that he said that was immediately cancelable? I don't think immediately cancelable, but... Like he thought they're lizard people. That's kooky. I mean, that's crazy fucking shit. Yeah. But is it offensive, or is he... You just say this guy's a little sick. Like, it, he needs it, help. Well, again, 2022, the answer to everything is cancel first, worry about it later. So, there, AEW did the right thing. You're in Twitter for a bad reason. You get this shit off. He was trending in a good way, at like... Not even 11 hours before this. Imagine having... He's probably back there, right? And you're probably like, hey, guy, not tonight. <laughs> not ever, probably, at this point. Man, no one Tony Kai probably went up to him and stomped his feet and said, oh, You'll never work here again! <laughs> go back to Vince! Go back to Vince! Go back to Vince! <laughs> maybe Fucking you, asshole. Maybe you should just go, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't see him working for them. Was that Ric Flair saying that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Who is that supposed to be? Some sensitive AEW guy. I, I just I don't see him working for them. I don't see him working for Vince either. Now yeah, this no, is out. This no, is not no. good, especially well, since he sat there and worked himself into a shoot with the whole. Why you have thing. to be careful with what you say? There's probably some crazy videos of fucking me from when I was yeah, younger. Yeah, no, they're all here on Ring Crew Radio. <laughs> we don't condone any of this. We'll get out the of it. Thoughts of Frank Clifford, his and his alone. We'll get ahead of this uh, now. Okay, Fibs, I worry about you more than I worry about me. You're an animal. No, I, I I've seen you on Twitter. Okay. I've seen what I don't you say write to people. Crazy, but you write to people who have nothing else but to yell at you at the internet, and you yeah. go there and destroy their lives. I try to, yes. Well, well, how did that feel? You beat somebody who doesn't leave the house. No, they they they're defeated by God it, every it's day. A bit, it's a mix of both. <laughs> okay. And, and you feel like you feel good conquering a kid like fucking mittens. That's what you feel good doing. <laughs> you like go on fucking Twitter I, I and don't. go for kids that you used to see at indie shows and say, I'm going to get this jerk off. He used to walk around with a title. Belt. I don't look for Fuck it. Fuck you. I don't look for it always, but it gets very frustrating. If it's there, it's there. I understand kayfabe's hostility toward the AW audience. They're impossible. I'm not they're saying impossible. they're not. They'll defend anything. CM Punk next week could go out and take a shit in the middle of the ring. It's and they'll say that. it's the greatest it's thing that's ever that. happened. It started with the barbed wire stuff. Oh god, that stuff was unforgivable, and they defended it. And then, 
And then it was the what the death match. No, yeah. what about the Matt Hardy stuff? No, no. We're gonna no. act like that wasn't allowed to happen. Pat, he's out of control. He's been out of control. Matt Hardy, get a vasectomy, get a clue. It's enough. And then he's talking about his <laughs> Matt Hardy. Have all the kids you want. Just don't be a fucking creature on, on in wrestling. A supernatural. But a you know war, what? A, a warlock. I'm sick. Who of- was? What was? <laughs> what character? What was Matt Hardy during that period of time? I he was to, broken. He was entertaining. For a short period and of time. TNA. Oh. What the fuck just went down, K-Fabes? Oh, the great. Phone. Now the phone's not going to work. I can only <laughs> hope. This might be our chance. He's going to come in here next week with like a fucking Motorola Nextel. Matt was actually talking about Jeff. Matt was actually talking about Jeff and saying that Jeff was like done with WWE. We're not Matt sure. needs to. See, my problem with this is I don't mind that Hardy has a podcast, even though I we stressed this last week drunk. I don't know if you remember, K Fabe. You were really in the fucking bag. I was banged up. Yeah. But PJ we sh- wasn't happy about it. We stressed this last week. We said you can't wrestle on Wednesday, then on Thursday have a podcast about what you did on Wednesday. And this guy's an active wrestler I, now with no, a fucking... That's, that's the new thing, Frank. That's I, the new I, thing. It's they, disgusting. I'm telling you. I've said it before on the show. I'll tell you again. It's the Talking Dead. They want to do it. They watch The Walking Dead, and then they watch the actors talk about it, and they're like, we can do that. But that's not fucking wrestling. We want to believe that you're actually these people. Right. Don't sit back. Like Jericho talking about when he took that terrible bump into the oh cardboard. Oh, my God. <laughs> like he got pushed. It was into- unforgiving. I fucking broke my arm. Yeah, okay. Fuck off. He, but, act, he acts like he got pushed into a fucking active volcano. He thought it like, do you hear the way he talks about it? Like, it was the most dangerous stunt I've ever done. No, it's not. Yeah. Stop it. Fucking with Triple H's wife was the most dangerous that stunt you ever pulled. That was the most dangerous pulled. stunt you ever done. Getting in the ring with Ryback was the most dangerous stunt you ever that's, pulled. That's true. Or Goldberg. Oh, no, the most dangerous stunt he ever pulled for his shoes is when he tried to fight Goldberg oh, in 2003. He tried to fight Brock. That's yeah. right. I almost forgot about yeah. it. Jericho's got bad locker room fucking morale, apparently. He's got balls. No, it's, he's, he's got, crazy. He's got balls. Yeah, He'll fi- fucking fight. I, I jumped into a pile of fucking foam, but I tried to fight Brock Lesnar three years ago. <sighs> Just come home, Chris. Don't enough you don't need to do this. You don't need to do this to yourself. It's enough. You, you gave oh, him he, the title. He said they asked him about a dream match of his. Did you see this? No. They asked him in an interview. They're like, oh, who's a dream match he's that you want to have? He's had every match you could and have. And he said, he said that he started talking about what he's like, oh, what we're doing now in AEW is really building to something. I'm just like, come on. What the fuck is it building he's to? He's feuding with Kingston. That's a dream match? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I never had a fucking dream that Ke- that Eddie Kingston fought anybody. I, I, no I, offense. Bodega Jer- dead. Man, man, Jericho finds out who's the crowd likes, and he fucking laughs. I, by the way, I'm now referring to him as Bodega Ed. He knows how to spot the next hot thing, and he jumps all and, but over. Then he, then he said his actual dream match in the past would have been... Owen Hart. Both of them. What? Owen and Brett. What, a triple threat? <laughs> no, just a... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> just one. So obnoxious. He said he never got to face either one of them. Yeah, because when you were coming up, they wouldn't have worked with you because Bret Hart was in WCW to collect the check and go home and then get kicked in his fucking head. Kicked you in the fucking head. But that's what happened because he went to WWE and Bret went to WCW. Yeah. And, yeah then Bret retired. Well, dream on, Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your new dream is fucking performing Broadway hits with MJF. What I would do to see Kurt and Bret. That's my dream. But anyway, talk about a dream. It's a fucking nightmare to be Ric Flair. <laughs> good segue, no? That's, that's that was pretty good. I like that one. Flair has come to terms <laughs> on another divorce. 
No, they weren't married, actually, as they, we found out after the I fact. saw them in a ceremony. I think they were married. He claims they weren't actually married in his yeah, little tweet. Yeah, he's trying, yeah, he's one trying to cover it up. That wasn't a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to shoot. Brother, you told me it was a wedding. I was your best man. <laughs> you you told me I replaced Arn after Arn wouldn't come see you in the hospital. Hogan, Hogan shit says whole defense. Brother, he told me it was a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> So what, I don't what, know. Hold on a second. Before we get into this, what would Flair's... What do you think? Who are the groomsmen at Flair's last wedding? I think we do impersonations Who do you think? Who's, who's his best man? You want me to carry the ring, huh? <laughs> Give it a little wedding toast, huh? <laughs> you want me to walk down the aisle with your sister-in-law, huh? You want me to organize a bachelor party in Vegas, huh? You know who it is. <laughs> It was after that. It was Hogan had to make it now because he no. Would, you don't understand. After Nate almost died because he shoot cut off all the people that worked for AEW. Brother, of course I'll be a groomsman, <laughs> but how about we go for best man? Let's go all the way. Helmsley <laughs> fella. <laughs> Who's that? I was. I just said it's a Helmsley fella because they did fight before. I could totally see Hogan versus a uh, fucking Triple H in a cage to be Ric Flair's best man. That's at least it would have stakes. Batista would sneak his way in there, hundred percent. Maybe Stone Cold. I don't know what is. I don't even think he's close with Arn anymore. Now you think Arn? He's not close with anybody. He hates everybody. Mark Madden would be. Conrad Thompson. Oh, Conrad Thompson has to be. He's in the uh, the family. (laughs) Jeez, poor Rick. So I don't know. Is this is this marriage number six for him? Seven. I don't fucking who. Seven. Stop. Flair almost has as many fucking failed marriages as he does you know fucking gonna, title runs. He's gonna tick up that number though. He's gonna. At he's least, trying to get the seventeen. No, even it out. He's gonna try to fucking tick up that girls he fucked. He fucked number. What's he up to? <laughs> what What did Rick Flair admit to have a thousand, two thousand, five thousand? Rick, Rick, it's gonna Look, fall off. Rick, you gotta stop. <laughs> wrestlers are storytellers. Hey, Wilch, there's a guy in the NBA from the '70s who claims he fucked like a hundred thousand broads. What was it? Wilt something? Wilt Chamberlain. Chamberlain. I saw a funny-ass joke the other day about that. Someone's like, you know, if you want a spokesperson for age, you shouldn't put Magic Johnson. He's the guy that got it. Put Will Chamberlain out there. <laughs> he fucked 100,000 and didn't catch shit. So, no, uh, fucking flare, man. I read something interesting. Somebody said maybe that picture of him on the... <laughs> on the train was the real. Rail. Yeah, the... Ex- <laughs> what, the what the fuck was it? The Long Island Railroad? The L-I-double-R. Yeah. Eating breakfast. Eating, just eating a girl out. Yeah, maybe that was real. Maybe got him in trouble. I don't know. He said it wasn't him. <laughs> Flair got banned. For, Flair's not in the WWE locker room anymore. God knows what kind of madness he was getting. Fucking sitting in. Imagine him and that woman drop. Brother, she's pretty big. I don't know. It's 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 sad when such an iconic and legendary figure has such a terrible... You just can't get it together. He's almost 100 years old. He literally has no idea how to be a normal human being. He, he can't do it. I know he doesn't know how to be a normal human being because I was watching wrestlers on Family Feud, and they asked the question. <laughs> yeah, they did TNA when they were TNA. Oh, Jesus. Flair, Flair was on a team, and they said, you know, somewhere you go to relax. And he said, the hotel bar. And I was like, no, that's not no what No one's ever said that. <laughs> that's not right. You say that. Or it maybe even said the airport bar. I was like, but this is not a regular day of life for people, Rick. Like that's just how you relax because that's what you've been doing for forty years. And it, it probably ticked it. Number one, the only one person said it. No, yeah, no one and said they, it. It was a big X. It was a big X. I, I did the survey. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so he's not a, he does not know how to live a normal life. Talk about working yourself into a shoot. He's literally worked himself into a shoot. He cannot stop being Ric Flair. But we still love you, Rick. We love you, Rick. Just don't just propose to us. Or anyone else. For that <laughs> what else? You put Which, that fucking ring back in your pocket. I hate to say it, but maybe we shut down Space Mountain. Your <laughs> time has come. Shut, shut the fucking ride you, down, Rick. This is the other problem. You know, after a while, you know, God would kind of neuter these old men so they'd stop fucking. Now, Rick probably has an IV of fucking Viagra going into him. <laughs> Look, his his wife now, Fifi the maid, who we just left, she was good looking. She was a good looking girl. And much younger than him. Is I don't is she that much younger? She was like fifty. He's like seventy. Maybe that's why I don't know. Maybe I thought she was much older than she is. Maybe she I don't know. I think she's in her fifties. Yeah, it's I mean, fucked up. But see, in like relationships like that, the only way to understand how old Flair is compared to her is Flair was like twenty eight when she was born. Rick Flair was oh our age when he was born. I don't. I had nothing wrong with that. The, and when you say like that, but when you're seventy and she's fifty, well, yeah, she's just trying to make a quick buck on the way out. Yeah. He was halfway in the bag anyway. At one point, apparently she saved his life. Yeah. I don't know. I thought for some is he going to die now because she's not around? That's and I, very and, scary. And I like that he didn't attack her right away. He's going to wait. And he's going to cut a promo. If he's going to wait till he gets signed to AEW first promo. Well, I'm free again. Is it sad that we have a legend like this? Like, you just wish he went quietly into the sunset? Oh, hey, look at all legends. Look at Hulk Hogan. Look at Flair. Like, they don't go gracefully. They don't go quietly the only into guy, the night. The only guy that's been graceful on his way out. Bruno San Martino was class. A was class, class act. But also was forced out. It's different. Got forced out know. twice by that prick. I think I think Flair was forced out. Flair was forced out. That's true. So I'm just saying, like, handle yourself with some dignity in your post wrestling life. The only guy I could think of that hasn't embarrassed himself is one Stone Cold Steve Austin because he thinks he's, he's still got Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's got skeletons in his closet. My but that happened while he was wrestling. I don't care when it happened. Ah, uh, it's he, fucked up. Yeah, he hasn't been. He somehow that is not Taker clean. Taker, Taker. I Taker's think. clean. Yeah. Take. Yeah. I cheated on his wife. Well, cheated on Sarah with Michelle McCool. Well, you ever see Sarah? What? You ever see Sarah? Oh, stop it, Francis. Look, they all got skeletons in their closet. They live a fucking, they, they live a sick lifestyle. Sadly, well, that's one the of the few too. guys who, who have control of his life is Triple H. Well, because he had no choice. He you stop drink. fucking around on Stephanie, you're fucking, you're fired and you're no, fucking. No, he didn't drink and do drugs and do stupid shit. They said he was always collected. Well, that's maybe why Vince trusted him so much with all those title reigns. Go Does figure. he, though? Does he? You know who Vince doesn't trust at all with anything? His firstborn son. <laughs> what is the problem here, Dad? Yeah. There's uh, so much K-Fabe, to unpack here. what happened? I saw it today, and I saw Shane McMahon is no longer quietly let go from WWE. I didn't know he was on the contract. This is well, he like, did the rumble. Yeah, but that means you're on the contract. I mean, apparently, see, this is the thing too. We don't have a full report yet. There's been seven different reports. Yeah, there was one report where this was the start to his mania build, and he's going to do a mania match. There was another report that he rewrote the entire Royal Rumble to make himself look better and to shit on Bad Bunny. Then there was another rumble. Then there was another report that he produced the rumble, but it wasn't him. And I've seen eighteen different things. The only yeah. thing I could conclude. Across the board that all these places agreed with is that Shane is done with the company. And to be honest with you, I'm not surprised. This isn't the first time this has happened when Shane is gone. When Last time he did it himself, he just walked out. But we always talk about and we make fun of how Vince treats Shane. There's been many things that Shane's tried to do for that company that Vince is just fucked up. Like ECW's reboot. That was right. all Shane. And then Vince had to go dig his fucking knuckles into it and fuck it up. There's something with people like Vince. 
and their sons. Like it's a you can't satisfy struggle. him. Right, he loves Triple H. He clearly loves his daughter. Well, does There's, he love Triple H? He well, turned his back on Triple H too. Uh, He's got nobody. Let's anymore. not drag that. That's a whole separate issue. I'm talking about this man's relationship with Shane. It is strange. Do you remember that that uh, meme? That it's him wishing long, a long, long happy birthday to John Cena, a long sweet one to Triple H, a really sweet one to Stephanie, and then just happy, happy birthday, birthday Shane. at Shane. Yeah. <laughs> They probably had to have the social media team do. I won't wish him a fucking anything. Yeah, I I don't know. It, yeah, I read all those reports too, and I mean Shane building Shane up for a rumble match made sense. I like when Shane Shane when Shane works, he works a good match against a credible opponent and does his best with it. And I think the story, except for the Strowman one, usually makes sense and is usually one of them. Most More, talked yeah. about and, and wanted most watched things that people want to see. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he's over. He's over as a character, which is not much that you can say about these other guys. But Go figure. Another guy from 2001 who's more over than people that wrestle in 2022. But imagine the, le- consistency here. <laughs> imagine the level of dysfunction. Not just that the chairman of the board's son was fired, but that he was fired, if this is true, but that he was fired after re-debuting. Imagine that type of level of dysfunction. What did he do to that rumble? Yeah, that's a big question. He had to do he you know what? I'm starting to believe the report that he went in there and started pulling dick around. And if there's one person Why? He's fifty two. Why is he, what is he gonna because do? Because he looked at that fucking rumble and he said, My God, I'm the third biggest star in this fucking thing. Because it's absolutely and a hundred percent true. Go look at the, who was in the rumble. Shane draws WrestleMania matches. Shane draws fucking big pay-per-view cards. Shane was used correctly in his last five years, minus the whole best in the world thing. That was utterly obnoxious. But outside of that, I mean, the guy it's draws money. supposed to be obnoxious, by the way. I know. I just couldn't take it anymore. I also think that Shane works as an underdog. He doesn't work as a guy that's the heel being his father. And if he was ever going to be his father, I always said he should have metamorph- like metamorphosized into him, started wearing the dark jeans, the, the wife beater, no more jerseys, no more Jordans, no more dancing. And again, no, uh, look, we always wanted as fans, I think every fan envisioned that one day when Vince was getting up there, Shane was going to get that gray fucking uh, Reed Richards hair on the sides, stop putting know, on that yeah. suit and coming out there and just being Vince. The problem is we Pat all got... Patterson has to pick him up like he picked up Simba. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are the king. We all envisioned that. The problem was that about 2015, we realized, fuck, it ain't going to be Shane. It's going to be fucking Stephanie and a fucking husband. And and not a lot of fans were ever okay at, with at that. At least the husband, who I'm no big fan of, at least he is a wrestler. And he, he remembers has a clue. The, and, he wait, and he knows the way wrestling is, and he's been in it, and... Stephanie, my goodness, I would trust that company more in the hands of Shane than I would Stephanie. That's not even close. I don't know why. He, I don't know what's going on between this family, kayfabe. There's clearly something pathological here. We need Linda McMahon back. Yeah. Remember no, when we things don't. used to get out of control? Linda McMahon would solve a situation. I, I wonder how true these reports are. She I mean, would. you're never gonna understand. You're never gonna get the full story. I don't not think, with something so. like this. You're not yeah. even gonna get half the story. But wondering, I mean, who would be like, oh yeah, by the way, Shane's gone. Uh, Watching you, by the way, try to lick a lollipop without hitting your teeth and making noise is one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen. <laughs> and this is why I don't eat phallic-shaped foods in public. Look at I you. I have no shame. I'm comfortable. You're hitting your tonsils with the motherfucker. Oh, my God. Hey, like that. I turn you on? Jesus Christ. Christ. Yes. Look at my white, my light. Oh, God. <laughs> so, 
Where are we up to? That's it. That's all I got Shane, for news and I mean, headlines. We don't really have much on this Shane thing. This is still more to come, but Shane, I love you, buddy, even if your father doesn't. I remember I what do. you and I Kurt love did. Him. Love him. I remember what you and Kurt did. I met him. I met him at Access. Yeah, oh, you, you told you. You well, told I, the story I told on that, but then right, I met him at Access. Yeah. Yeah. Got a signed jersey. I will throw this one Shane out here because it's very rare we actually get to talk about Shane here. WrestleMania 32. We were there, K-Fabes. Yeah, he faced uh, The Miz, right? No. Yeah. Or Styles? D- nope, nope. Wrong again. Taker. Hell in a oh, Cell. Oh, yeah, Hell in a Cell. Wow. So that, I would argue, is probably the best match from that night, if not the latter match. But either way, that was a good match. It was a good build. It was a good story. The whole story was Shane was sick of Vince. He was trying to overthrow the company. Kind of hobbled together very quickly, but... It, it was It quick. was an intriguing match. Well, first off, when Shane came back, no one knew he was coming back. That was one of those ones that didn't get out. It's Stephanie yeah. was getting like a fucking award in the middle yes, of the ring. Yes. Yeah. Shane's music hit. Huge pop. Perfect. Huge pop. It was great. Loved it. Shane got a great pop, 100%. Loved the storyline. Loved everything about it. I knew Taker wasn't losing to Shane, so you knew he wasn't taking over control of the company. The problem was the next night, yeah. Roy after Mania, which is always the easiest Roy to book because you just give the fans whatever they want and they'll be happy. And that's mainly what they do on these Roy after Manias. They fucking... He takes over the show. It's actually a great show. And then he just disappears from running the show ever again. It was always just so dumb, I think, with his booking. I think they he should have had him as an authority figure. Do you me- well, And then I'll, they I'll, turned him to SmackDown. I'll and- go even deeper into this, show you uh-huh. how sick this all is. Do you remember Shane McMahon said something about a secret lockbox to Vince? Yes. Yeah, I do. Never explained what they were talking about. Just forgot about it. When was this? So there, are, there are a ton of, of those open-ended questions. This is when they just stopped caring about continuity at all. Right. If Undertaker wins, you don't get control of the company. Undertaker won. All right, I'm giving you control of the company anyway. For one night only. He kept them there for, for weeks. Yeah, and then eventually became the commissioner of SmackDown. Right. And again, everything he did on SmackDown, even think back to that, Shane did good shit. He worked with Daniel Bryan. He worked with fucking Owens. He got Owens yeah. over. Yeah. Him and Owens had like a fucking four-month feud. Mm-hmm. Um, he did the Hell in a Cell with Owens. He did a Hell in a Cell with Owens. He worked with Styles, which was a fucking top tier Mania match. Very underrated. Don't you forget. One? He overachieved. He's always been an overachiever. I like Shane. Shane just, you know what it is? Shane, you feel every bump he takes because, man, I think he just takes them all wrong. Yeah, that Taker <laughs> bump. I mean, that was, I mean, it was, it was for that. The match was built around that, obviously. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. All right. I you want to review the Royal Rumble, gentlemen? I watched it, Brian. I watched it. The Royal Crumble. <laughs> and what did it open with, Brian? It opened with the best match of the night, honestly. Yeah. Re- Reigns and Rollins. Reigns come out first. I was a little uh, worried when that happened. You were shitting your pants. <laughs> yeah, I was a little worried. But Ro- I get it. Rollins came out to the theme music of The Shield. Dressed. Dressed up with his fucking Shield gimmick, which was fantastic, by the way. I think it added a lot to the match. And it- the story about this match was... Uh, was getting to a point where it made sense and people were invested in it. And I like that they brought up the old Shield stuff. And like always, I mean, the match was quick. It was hard-hitting. There was certain points where I thought Rollins was definitely going to win. At one point, he uh, reversed the spear into a pedigree. And I thought that was it. I was thinking about PJ when that happened. I knew I knew that wasn't it. And I think I'd seen him do that before. He's done it before, yeah. So, I, as I've said many times here, Seth Rollins, not my kind of guy. Not my type of wrestler. Never cared for him. But I liked him here. I thought the Shield stuff was cool. I thought it was a really good match. And I mean really good. And it had a shitty fucking finish. 
Shocking. What was the shit finish, Frank? Do you remember that shit? Yeah. Reigns locked in the fucking the guillotine. Rollins dr- grabbed the rope. Well, dropped, got his hand dropped on the rope. Got his hand dropped weird. on the rope. And the ref told him to break it up. And Reigns didn't. DQ. And a f- it was like a fart. It was a what? You know what, PJ? I, I can't anymore with them. How are you going to give me two, count them two, of matches I've actually been looking forward to? I mean, not really Rollins and, and Reigns. I'd be lying if I said that. But I'm always intrigued because I, again, like Rollins. So you put him with the top guy in the company, I'm in. Brock Bobby, dream match. But how are you going to give me these fucked finish consist- consistently? You can't come up with anything better. Anything that makes Roman look better. Anything that makes Seth look better. I'd rather Seth take a pinfall on his fucking back than take that bullshit stupid finish. It does nothing for him. It does nothing for him. And I like the storytelling. I like that they did the chair shot the same way fucking Roman took the chair shot. They did a lot of cool shit mm-hmm. and then they had to fucking ruin it. They just so, have no ability to finish a match anymore. There was one reason that I think they did it. They want to keep this Roman Reigns has never beaten Seth Rollins thing going. I oh, think yeah. that was really it. That's a mania program. But I agree, I agree with you. It does more for Seth if he takes two spears back to back. And just gets pinned. You're f- the first match on the card? Yeah. In a title match, you're going to have a fuck finish right away. So that new fan, he's watching his first match, and he says, oh, this is really cool. I've never seen wrestling before. My God, what a match is this? Wait, what happened? But he didn't break it, so he broke it up at a five? That's a r- Oh, okay. I played devil's advocate. I, what, what, um, then after the match, though, he hit him 20 times with the chair. It was supposed to be a callback to when of course, Rollins when Rollins, Yeah, but he hit him once. He hit him 20 times. No, that was the first chair shot that made all the fucking videos. He hit him like both with the chair fucking 50 times. That was the whole angle. But either way, I get your point. I don't know. How many times are you going to give me a wet fart finish? It's fucking enough already. It happened multiple times on this show. I will say this. Like. The idea behind the finish wasn't bad because how often have you seen somebody not break a rope count and lose a match because of it? It's very rare that it happens. So it's something different. But you, the problem is, is Roman Reigns hasn't won a fucking match in yeah. how goddamn long. I What, John Cena? Was that the last flat on your job back? Fight on your back job. Sorry. They do, they do. The problem why we're, we're upset with it is because it happens on TV. It constantly. It happens constantly on TV. So when they do it, it just – you did this two, three weeks ago. It I just, don't give credit to the other company. This is something they grasped very early. They said we're not going to do – I know they do bullshit. They do nonsense. They have idiots with hands in their pants. They I do get it more all. finishes. They do finishes. Yeah. They have definitive answers. You may not like – the answers like when the guy with the hands in his pants beats Adam Cole but he fucking beat him <laughs> that's what the whole competition is who's better who beat who that on what should, night imagine and count that's true but this match shouldn't have counted it was a fucking DQ wet fart yeah, the, the, fucking do better fucking do better especially if you're gonna book the, the other title match the way you did which we'll get to later what was the second thing? I think it was the women's rumble. The women's rumble. rumble. Yeah. The women's want- rumble. Here we go. We I going- told you I was going full- Mark, Mark I alert. told you I was going full feminist tonight, and this is just the start. I thought this was the best fucking match on this whole thing. The women's rumble. So I want to pull up the contenders in this thing. Okay. I thought it was a little long, but. So I, and this is going to be another theme throughout the show that I'm going to remind people. I watched the rumble with a big group of people. About five guys who are all wrestling marks. And three girls who have not seen wrestling probably in years and years. 
So I was watching the reactions, the difference between the wrestling fan and the common audience. And I was watching. And this was real popular with the whole room. Smarks and fucking non-fans alike. So let's go. It opens with Sasha Banks and Melina. Yeah. Threw out Melina real quick. Did you catch that, Francis? Real quick. There was a lot of cameos in this thing. You want to get me started on Melina? <laughs> she was the start of the bullshit. Why can they not do anything but cry? Why is the first answer to every person then they have another? I can't with the fucking crying anymore. Enough. Enough. It's a fucking comp competitive sport. You're fucking crying. Fuck off. I didn't know Sasha can split like that. I was kind of shocked. Great. So she gave a mark a boner. Melina <laughs> pissed me off. And that was the start of the fucking rumble. So I think Sasha was kind of eliminated quick from this thing. I don't think I she got. I loved it. I don't. You, you loved it. Why? I love the fact that she was eliminated. Because you thought because she came in the one spot, she was going to be there. Till, till yeah, fucking she was going to be end. the Iron yep. Horse. And I, uh -huh. I appreciated that. It, it gave a sense of uh, anything can happen in the in the women's one, which opposed to the men's one, which I have a few complaints yeah. about. But Oh, we'll get there. So then yeah. you had Kelly Kelly. Michelle McCool was there, apparently, with the Undertaker. I think that was another Shane O'Mac on the, on the other end. She got her stuff in. She got her she stuff. Well, you know why she got her stuff in. <laughs> she stuck around. You know why. There's she, one reason. She did her thing. She got a few eliminations. She was around, and it's because of who she's married to. Of Let's course. face it. Natalia, um, Cameron came back. Yeah. I little thought she funkadactyl sh stuff. She should have been okay. in the ring with Naomi, I thought. I, I liked that how he got Sonya Deville in. That was cool, get Sonya Deville in, because she found out she was friends with Naomi, or they came up together. But I think Naomi should have been in the ring with her at the same time, but... I mean, I don't want to be a stickler. Then for we it, have so. uh, pop of the night for me, gentlemen. Right to censor Ivory <laughs> showed up. Did you catch this? What did you do when you saw her, Frank? Because the fucking guys I was with, we fucking popped because we knew exactly who this was. I liked it. <laughs> Again, I still don't think this match is necessary. So it's cool to get all the returns and bullshit. But I just wasn't, you know, whatever. It's Ivory. I don't really give a shit. Oh, I love the I love the right to censor. They won. They won the war. Yeah, they won the war. And the best is she comes out and cuts a promo about all these little first off, she says little girls. She did not used to speak like that when she was right to censor. She'd be more visceral, I felt, but she has aged like a fine wine, that Ivory. She don't look a day older than the last we saw her. Ivory hit on me once. Did she? Go here on. Comes, here comes a fucking bullshit story. Uh, it's happened. I was with TT. Go ahead, go ahead. We were at Access. And uh -huh. I and you had to. Go, you were literally the only man there. You had to take pictures. Like you, you could. There was like a little one wall was one wrestler, and then you went behind another one. And Ivory was there. She was just saying I was handsome, and you know, you, you know, bro. She so thought handsome. you came from the right side line with all the disabled kids. She thought you were a fucking <laughs> school bus special. Well, oh, I appreciate it, Ivory, and uh, hi, Mini Nick. Hit me up. I went in there <laughs> fucking drooling Email on yourself Rick and Crew shit. Radio if you want to get on the show. Ah. Rick Crew Radio 1. Ivory's the best. Love Ivory. The Bella Twins showed up. Mickey James showed up. Impact belt in hand. Very interesting. And to her fucking own theme music yeah. that she makes. She, mm. said that, she said that she was doing it, and I don't think that she would have came out to the fucking hippity-hop Mickey James song that WWE puts out. But good for her for standing by her morals, and she had a decent showing in this, too. I thought she looked she looked good. I turned to Blackjack during this, and I said, yo, how funny would it be if someone in the back tries to rip her and put all his shit in a garbage bag? 
Oh my what, god! What? How can that you not was find an international something? incident in wrestling? How really can you not find anything to do with with Mickey James? I mean, she's been around the business for so long. I mean, your women's roster is so depleted, as you saw from this rumble. She right? They were trying to deep. get they oh were trying boy. to get younger girls in. Okay. Boy, Mickey was James it depleted with the fucking meridian. So depleted that even. People like Mighty Molly showed up and took on Nikki Ash. Which you know, I, you know exactly what was there. Right. Yeah. I like that, though. Well, Mighty, that was, Mo- Molly, happen. Molly's a producer now, so. Yeah. Yep. She was in the building. She's apparently a saint. She's an absolute saint in wrestling. Yeah, you've talked about this. Apparently, she's got no bad habits. Everyone loved her. How the fuck is she still working there? She had a tough family, man. Those Hollies. <laughs> Lita was <laughs> <Fucking> there. <idiot. laughs> Lita showed up. I thought she would have more of a showing. She came in late. Didn't stay very long. She had more of a showing on Monday Night Raw than she did on the fucking Rumble. And then, of course, the surprise of the night coming in at number 28. Rowdy, Ronda, Rousey, Francis, before you go again to set the stage for you. There were two women in this Rumble that these non-wrestling fans that I was watching with remembered. One was Lita and the other was Ronda Rousey. Knew who she was. Whole room popped. This is why WWE does the things they do, people. This is why. The average audience knows Ronda Rousey. They don't know anybody else in this Rumble. And the same exact principle is about to carry over to the men's Rumble later. Francis, go ahead. Tear it apart. You know why they were excited? Why? Because they weren't expecting Ronda Rousey. But for me, a person that does a podcast and has to be on Twitter every fucking day, as usual, because... I just don't understand how many people possibly know that Ronda Rousey's coming back, that it gets out that she's coming back. And it ruins it for me. It ruins but, it because but, I knew she was inevitable. You can't you look- let it ruin. They're wrong more than they're right. So I just assume everything is bullshit. They said AJ Styles was going to win this thing. That was a leak, and if that would have happened, you would have said, "I would have, I, oh, I just didn't like well, that they Styles spoiled it." Styles had a good it. fucking, a good show. You would have said, still. "I don't like that they spoiled it," but then they were wrong. My thing is, is don't fucking, don't leak that Rousey's coming back. Don't leak it. There's been times you've been able to not leak things. Figure out a fucking way, because as soon as I looked at the fucking roster, I saw it was 25. I think was the number. I said, I turned to blackjack and I said. Well, Rousey's imminent. It's just a matter of if they do it at 30 or if they do it at a different different spot. And Blackjack fucking jumped through the ceiling because he, of course, had her in the Rumble Pool. Oh, but Blackjack won the women's Rumble Pool? Blackjack won two of them, too, because they fucking she had the most eliminations, too. Bianca Belair was the Iron Woman. And why can't they do something with Shayna Baszler? Why can't they do something with this girl? They killed the music. Her music is dog shit now. They changed the music. I didn't even notice. I think they did. Oh god, they am changed. I, am every, I wrong? Everybody's K-Fabe? music is shit now. By the way, they changed. Dog generic. Everybody. I really music. don't know what her music sounded like, so I can't. I don't. I don't know. I know they changed Ricochet. Do, and do, I like do, his a lot. Do, do. That what it was? Um, I, I don't know. But yeah, to your point, Frank, the the leaks. Yeah, they ruin. Everything. They ruin it, yeah. They if you didn't know, the, the surprise of Rousey the first time she debuted was after the first Rumble, the first women's Rumble. Mm-hmm. No one knew she was there. No one knew she was coming. No, right, you I, knew, we knew she oh, was she training. Knew, we knew she was training, but we didn't know she was coming. We didn't know it was Just that night. Just assume everything you read is bullshit. That's what I do. I try to, but... It, it's hard to when 90% of the time they're right. And yes, 10% of the time they're completely fucking wrong. But 90% of the time now, they're right. They know everything. And it fucking sucks. It fucking ruins good surprises, which ruin moments. It ruins good surprises for one company. So I, I, Of course. <laughs> well, that's the other problem is I won't know that fucking Sting's debuting, but I, I knew that Ronda Rousey's coming back after having a child. 
but it just overall, make sense. But overall, I thought it was a good rumble. I thought they had surprises, which were lacking from another one. You had some characters that people liked. Well, that's because that they had to go back. down the well. They had nobody left. A little unpredictable. You know, some of the older people that they brought in, actually, to Kayfabe's point, Unpre- stayed a while. Well, that, unpredictable yeah, wouldn't be the word I would put at all. I think that the fact that you had so many people coming back, so many legends, and I think it was very legend-heavy, is you th- you knew none of them were going to win. It right? made it more predictable. The you only knew legend, Kelly Kelly wasn't going to win. You knew Molina wasn't going to win. You knew Summer Rae wasn't going to win. Yeah. But you knew, look, I will give them this. At least by having Lita start a program with Charlotte a couple weeks ago, you said, all right, there's a small chance Lita might win this. Every chance of anybody else other than Ronda Rousey winning it went out the window the second she came in the ring. So unpre- unpredictable is a bad term to use for this, but they, they booked it well. It wasn't the greatest rumble ever. I also just don't see the need for a women's rumble, especially in this scenario because Ronda Rousey could come back and get a title shot tomorrow. No one's going to question it. She, her last match was losing in a title match at Mania. No one's going to question Ronda Rousey coming yeah. back and demanding she gets to snap Becky Lynch in half or Charlotte for that matter. But, see, or if they wanted to do it like that and have Charlotte win, that would have been more interesting. she got to pick her opponent and then Rousey came out after that. And kind of just stared her down. I think it would have got a, a nice I, reaction. I also hate Charlotte being in this. Yeah. Uh, again, Charlotte is an egomaniac, obviously, <laughs> and has a lot of and is able to convince them a lot of things. You don't know that. You don't know that at all. You pulled that out your ass. How do you know she convinces them of anything? I saw what she did with a segment with Becky Lynch earlier this year, and it was a fucking disgrace to the both of them because she didn't just want to hand over a title belt, so she instead decided to be a rebellious asshole on live TV. Do ah. you forget this? I, when I don't she think threw you the belt on the ground? I don't think you know what you're talking about. I think we had a whole show about this, discussing it, dirt sheets. Everybody spoke about it, that she was the one that was wrong in that whole thing. She didn't oh, want to be booked. Oh, so because the ways. dirt sheet said she was wrong, she must have been wrong. No, you watched the That's video. That's not Dave Meltzer being a sick asshole. No, you watched SmackDown, and you saw her drop the belt like an asshole. But anyway. Irrelevant. She books herself, clearly, because it made no sense for her to be in this fucking books rumble. Books herself. I think, I think... She goes up to them and says, I want to be the only person to be in every single women's rumble. Or whatever fucking statistic I think that she's going to get this week. Maybe she doesn't give a shit, and they come to her and say, we're putting you in the women's rumble. She goes, okay. Okay, but hold on. If she's so good at protecting herself like she was in that Becky Lynch scenario, that she should have said it makes no fucking sense for my character, who's a heel, to want to go into the women's rumble to earn a main event, I should rightfully have... Have because I have the fucking time. No, well, when Brock Lesnar did it, that wasn't the the same passion. I had a whole lot of passion about Brock Lesnar. That wasn't the story. That was a story where she gets to pick her opponent. There's no need. I don't think champion should be in it. There's no need. I don't think heavyweight champion should be. The only time a champion should be in it if they go through the storyline that they have to defend it through the Rumble, which I didn't hate. Or the title goes up for grabs and they crown one in the Rumble. Yeah, right. They did that with Hunter. They did that with Hunter. Right, and Roman. Yeah. Roman and had Rick the Flair. one verse all was the gimmick, I believe. And yes. Ric Flair. And Ric Flair, right. In the, the, in the best rumble of all time. The the problem with the women's rumble is that it was you wanted to see someone get made, and I think mm-hmm. with all the all the the older talent they put in there, it was more of a nostalgia grab than a than a let's make a, a woman superstar grab. It's not like a lot of women missed the rumble. I mean, well, they, they have a thin roster. They could have pulled, do. I guess, from the but NXT you pool. But. but you could have done more with the people in there to build them better. Bianca Belair was the Iron Woman. I felt like she was hiding in the corner the entire match. I think I think out of all of them, I think Rhea Ripley had the best showing. By far, Rhea Ripley's the only one that looked intimidating at any point throwing yeah. people out. Yep. People like reacted to her. Yeah. 
the shame in all this is they have other stars they could go to. They have Bianca Belair. They have Aria Ripley. They have all these people. Yet, as soon as a Ronda Rousey comes back, the first thing they think in their head is we need to book this fucking same main event that everyone's <laughs> Which seen is before. fine. Ronda's a star, and that and that's okay. But if you want to do it, you can do it a different way, and I'm going to say that later on. But I think you can... No, well, we could hypothesize. What, what is... We could have a hypothesis here. What is going to be the next route for Rousey? Is she going Charlotte? Is she going back? Becky's a match, but they're going to go Charlotte from what everything that... And that's a good point. So I didn't have a problem with her doing Charlotte first. You know what I have an issue with? On Monday Night Raw, when you know everybody, the only match the general public wants is you and Becky, you tease that match and then instead deflect away to go to the Charlotte match. You know what they should have did if she was getting Charlotte at Mania? Had her not show up at Raw. Ignore Becky Lynch. Like, she does not exist. So that way, when it eventually does happen, it's much bigger. You've now brought it into the fans' head that Becky and Ronda were in the same ring again. Now that's all they're going to want to see. And you're either going to have every week of SmackDown, Ronda Rousey and, and Charlotte's promos having Becky chants in the fucking background, unless that's what they're trying to do, and they're trying to get all three of them in the fucking ring again, I, and I'm anti that shit too. I that hate, doesn't need to be I, a rematch. I think every, everything you said I agree with. I just think it's a fucking shame and a testament to their bad booking that we don't have another viable person for Ronda Rousey to work, except for the two people she worked with last time. If they made her a sick heel, I think she can go against Bianca. We talked about this. I think that'd be a great match. The track athlete That's what I'm versus doing. The, the combat sports athlete. Ronda I'm Rousey in. is going to be a fucking heel. No matter what she does, she's going to come in with that attitude of, I'm above you all. She says it. She says so much on Twitter. Stop Leave having her, her speak. Heel. Stop put having her, with, her talk. Put her with Bianca Belair. It said that Bianca's going to have to beat her. Or maybe don't. I don't know. I don't know what to if do. You worry about it later. If but. someone has such overwhelming strengths like she does, right? Because Ronda Rousey, I think, is one of the fastest people I've ever seen, at least, at least as a women's wrestler, adapt so quickly. She looked good after two matches, three yeah. matches. She looked arguably great after ten. The only thing she never got it together with, and I think this is across the, the fandom here, most people think this, and that's why people turned on her, is she cannot cut a promo. She does not sound real. Which is crazy because she's a shoot fighter, but... That doesn't mean anything in terms of promos. But she doesn't come off as authentic. She came off as very, eh. And, again, if she has such overwhelming strengths at being a wrestler, being this this larger-than-life persona, why the fuck would you have her cut a promo? That's like when Brock was younger. They knew Brock couldn't talk, so they stuck Heyman with him. And they found a way to get the most out of Lesnar without him embarrassing himself on a microphone. Yeah. And I think that's the same route they should have went with Rousey. Maybe not even a manager, but just Rousey coming out and saying four words and that's it. Because that would make her more interesting. That would make it more intriguing. It would make her a heel. Not this person that's going to cry when she wins a world championship. When she won a real one in a real competitive sport. It doesn't make sense. Hey. I thought it was the best thing on this card, this Women's Rumble. You're okay we'll with all of them crying. How many of them cried during the Rumble, Pat? It was out of control. It was at least six tears from different people. Frankie, and the sad part is, I don't think they're genuine tears. No, they're, they're all, not. They're it's all weak. going for the TikTok video with the music in the background. <laughs> they're all going for that, right? They want the moment. The moment. Everyone wants the moment. And unfortunately in wrestling, the curtain call was such a big deal because they never broke kayfabe. Now it means nothing. They, they, they all tell you it's fake. They talk about their own matches and how they came up with the finish. Like, fuck you. But why are you getting me mad? I'm trying to put over this goddamn women's rumble. What was the next match, Kayfabe? 
Uh, was it Big well, Do? It was Becky and Dewdrop. If girl, I'm not mistaken. My girl Big Do. <laughs> okay. PJ's, yeah, PJ's going to go slobnob Becky Lynch for 20 minutes, so I'm just going to get this out the way quick. Becky Lynch is over. I'm not going to dispute that. Top women's wrestler in the company. Not going to dispute that. I am going to dispute the booking here because I don't understand if she's trying to make herself the biggest heel female in the company over Charlotte, which is not an easy task because people genuinely do not like Charlotte. Why would you book her against an overwhelming, over like a bigger person, the giant, when you could book her against someone like Liv Morgan, which is actually going to get her some fucking heat? No one cares that she beats Dewdrop. And for her to beat Dewdrop, that's a babyface storyline. The the underdog overcoming the giant. I don't think it works here. I didn't get this booking, and I didn't think it made a lot of fucking sense. And I don't think Becky's done a lot of meaningful shit now in a couple months, and it's starting to piss me off because her finishes are getting as bad as everyone else's. But, PJ, go ahead. Well, start Frank, the slob. I have to say, full, full disclosure, fuck you. There it is. <laughs> Becky Lynch is the best thing going today. Everything she does is gold. You know what this match did have? Intrigue. When was the last time you saw a match you went, hmm, that's an interesting one. Sure, everyone knew Becky was going to win. Sure. So how is that interesting? I, because it's so random. It's another heel, which they don't do too often. But that's not really intriguing. I thought it was intriguing. Intriguing for me in wrestling is when you I don't, don't know, know I'm trying what's to happening. Just, I'm trying to justify this oh, thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying okay, to justify good. Look, I, but I, I don't think it was as bad as maybe you think it was. It was a placeholder. What are you going to do? Have her go in and crush Liv Morgan and hurt everybody's feelings that she beat a young and up-and-comer? But see, there's no reason that she couldn't have lost to Liv Morgan three weeks ago and then won it back from her at the Rumble. That's a better storyline. Uh, no. Uh, big no. time What, back Liv caught lightning in a bottle, Becky finally got a rematch and fucked her shit up. Big match, Bex. Should go against Ronda Rousey. Yeah, That should be the what match. they do. There's no reason to do anything They're doing else. Charlotte. Uh, we don't know that. They may see the crowd react this weekend and hopefully make a better decision. We Look, Ronda, Ronda, Ronda Becky's the match. That's not even close. Yeah. I mean, it was the match the first time, and then they just had to put fucking Miss Flair in there because God knows. She probably put a size 18 fucking stiletto <laughs> on Vince's throat <laughs> and said, I need to be in this. Oh, shit. Fuck off. Vince, my dad needs money again. And, and, and a serious <laughs> note, Becky Lynch, I saw what you wore on Monday night. It's a fuck enough. Stop going to your husband's designer. You look like an asshole. What is with that? What are you saying? Did you not see her fucking outfit on Monday night? She looked like a fucking idiot. I don't even know what she's wearing. Oh, her husband doesn't look like a fucking idiot. He does too. She looks like the Seinfeld puffy shirt moron. I don't even <laughs> know what the fuck that thing was. Big time, Bex, anything you do, I'm on board. Fucking Becky Lynch wears this fucking ragtag fucking bullshit, and Charlotte Flair puts on Power Ranger bodysuits. Enough with all of you fucks. We get it. You hate women. <laughs> we understand. I hate, I hate wi No, I hate people that dress like idiots. Uh, you, you dress like an idiot. I wear sweatsuits. <laughs> I have one outfit. I'm a Frank, cartoon character. I Frank, literally wear sweatsuits. Frank has told me in confidence that his best fucking wrestling woman was Sable. His favorite wrestling woman was Sable, was it not? She was a distraction. Yeah, look what she wore. Fucking big old hair and hair prints on her, on her fucking boobs. All right, that wasn't during a match. <laughs> she couldn't wrestle. Du hey, during a match, she wore tights and kick pads. Fuck you. You know what? I'm not going to say another bad word about Brock Lesnar's match. No, wife, but, no, I was going to say, you it. better watch your tongue. I'm not going to say one more thing. I like Sable. Well, Sable's I think very that the Brock Lesnar match is the next one anyway. So Bobby Lashley versus Sable's husband. No. I was excited about it. I was excited about it for years. I was happy that we were finally getting it. I thought the build was, eh. 
Because unfortunately, they were in the position of Bobby Lashley is the least important part of this thing, but we have to put him over, and we're going to put him over in the most bullshit way possible to where he can't actually benefit from it. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm glad he won. I'm glad we got it. But I, I, there had to be a better way. I don't know if the match really did it either. I, nope. I, Thank you, K-Fame. Yeah. I don't know if the match was what you I know, don't know we if it was. For. It hurts me to I, say, for those of you who listen regular, you know we are big fans of Brock Lesnar. You know Brock Lesnar's going to go down. We're big Bobby guys, too. Last and year big we Bobby guys, Bobby. for sure. For sure. But, th- yeah, this wasn't a great match. When I spoke to you about this, PJ, I just said it, I just felt underwhelmed. I felt like the match itself wasn't going to play out that well because you got two big hosses, and eventually they're going to run out of steam very quickly. Well, Brock got a couple of good matches out of Goldberg, and I think Bobby got some good matches out of Goldberg. I agree, but for some reason, this matchup just didn't work for me. There was too many fucking... It was Brock trying to do the suplex montage again, which, again, Brock, you are so much better than just doing suplexes. You are so much better than that. Brock Lock, I haven't seen in three years now. You're never seeing it again. It's just he's lazy. All he wants to do is suplex people and have How dare you? <laughs> he's lazy? He's lazy. Don't call Brock lazy. He's lazy in the ring. All he wants to do is fucking suplex. All Steve Austin wanted to do was kick and punch. Look. But Steve Austin would sell for somebody else. Oh, Brock is a tremendous seller, and I won't hear it said that he, when yeah, he wants he really, When no, he, he wants is to. He is when a he tre- wants to. He, well, he is a tremendous. He'll sell, well, he sells more for the little guys than the big guys. Yes. Have you ever noticed? It's very strange. Bobby was taking those suplexes on his shoulder, one, too. Bobby took one on his head where I said, Brock just tried to kill this guy. <laughs> yeah. But look, it was they hard hitting. It. it was five minutes. That's a problem. No, and it was longer than five minutes, but they went for your spot on the... On the, the barricade outside. I gave oh, them he ducked it. He this. dodged it. I gave them credit for this. Yeah. I texted you guys. I said, that's why you do it all the time. That, that was a Heyman 101. Because then when you don't do it, it's like, ah. And, yo, Bobby hit that fucking thing hard. I thought he knocked himself out. They always do. Out. I bet My Brock God. was jealous. But Brock was like, can I spear you through it? Because you know he <laughs> loves going through that fucking thing. <laughs> Under any pretense, he'll go through it. It's a shame that, again, you had two title matches tonight. They were both supposed to be big matches. And you fucking gave them wet fart finishes. The Roman finish, I don't think so. The Brock finish, I'm sorry. So the finish was now Roman Reigns came out. There was a ref bump. Roman Reigns came By out. By the way, the same ref bump that they've done, it, this ref bump is got to go. Couldn't they, you do something with Heyman and MVP too? Just, I mean, they, they're there. They don't oh have to be potted plants. God, I can't. And then out came. Potted plants. Then out came, <laughs> then out came Roman Reigns. I wonder whose Reigns. house they're staying in. <laughs> oh. So out came Roman Reigns and uh, Paul Heyman handed him the belt. And he hit fucking Lesnar with it. Which and is- Bobby crawled over. And it was a three count. Could he maybe, could Brock have maybe kicked out and kind of stumble up and Brock's, and, and Bobby's waiting for me, hits him with the something Dominator? Something. Can Bobby be the one that hits him with the fucking belt? Can something. Well, they had to show that Roman and Heyman were together. Which somehow. is fine. And I'm okay with that. But here's the problem you did the stupid finish for the first title match. So you can't do a stupid one for the second one. So as good as an idea as it was, bad from the get go. Second off, I saw it coming from a fucking mile away because I said, how the fuck are they going to have Bobby pin Brock when Brock's supposed to get Roman next? This was their way because they had no answer, so their idea was, fuck it, we're going to send the Samoan out there and fuck everything up. And so we got the story we anticipated. Uh, He was always with Roman the whole time, right? That's sort of the thing now. They trapped Lesnar and they got his belt off him. I'm not crazy about it. I, guys, I'm disappointed in them. This should have been... It, look, this match has been building for 15 years in a way. It's something you always wanted. 
Imagine if Michaels and fucking Angle had a goddamn bullshit hand on the tights roll up pin or a fucking DQ, PJ. Come on. I can't defend it. I thought it maybe could have been better. I, they had to get where they were going. I think this was kind of the obvious thing. I, I don't think it was too big a mystery. I'm glad Bobby finally got it. I'm glad his resume will say he beat Brock Lesnar because Jericho didn't beat Austin or Rock all that clean, and he bragged about that win forever. So I think history will That's true. history will record that Bobby Lashley beat Brock Lesnar. And hopefully if they continue, if Bobby goes on a real good run now, then that Lesnar win will mean more in retrospect if he can keep up the I would have rather than him doing more and then eventually at the end of that get the get the Lesnar well, win. Well yeah, you know they can't book, so we have to set our standards. We have to set our standards. Reverse. Yeah, right. They can't book for shit. So even if they do something right at the wrong time, at we'll least you got it. something. Right. So after this was Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice. I, I'm going to say something. I'm going to walk over and get a beer because I can't believe I'm saying it. This was a wasted fucking Edge match. He could have did something else. Thank you. Thank you. PJ, I'm glad you're not weak anymore and you finally appreciate and you got an education. I, I, education. Edu- education. Education. With an education. <laughs> but I want to educate myself watching this because I said, my God, you have Edge. You don't have that many matches left with him. Let's face facts, folks. He ain't going to be here forever. He's an older guy. He's only going to be able to put out this top-rate work as long as he can. And instead of putting him in a meaningful match, they could either put over a younger guy or reestablish him as a title threat or just give me a fucking banger. You let him play with his wife. And then you let the Miz play with his wife. And instead of getting... Look, I'm all for these Edge trilogies. I think he's done a trilogy in every match since he's been back or every feud since he's come back, and I think they've all worked. The Orton one worked. The Rollins one worked. I just, I didn't. I was excited for a second match originally with them with a stip. I said, all right, maybe yeah, we'll get something. Yeah, do it a stip Last put man Beth standing. and Maurice in it in some type of way. Right. But a little more. This, I, and I like They the could Miz have came now. out with each other and, and built to the third match being the in-agenda match. I look. I have no patience for agenda matches. I don't think men should sell for women. I think it's stupid. I think Maurice fucking giving Edge a goddamn Hurricane Ron is stupid. I just didn't like this booking again. Why would you do this with Edge? Edge is your top. Edge is a fucking draw for them. He's probably the third most over guy on the roster. You saw that fucking crowd, PJ. Every time he comes out, the roof comes off. And I you guess stick him against the Miz and Maurice. And, I and I, he wants to have feuds that are meaningful. He doesn't want to. It doesn't want to do one month with this guy, one month with this guy. Let's just hope this is the end of this. I like the Miz now. I used to be a little iffy on him, but I like I, him. I, I think he's capable of great work, not just good work. I think he's capable of. great work. They did work. a lot of damage think, to him in the last year. Uh, I I think the thing with Edge is that what you said. I think he really does care, and everything that he's done since he's been back has been meaningful. He had the Brian stuff. He had the. The stuff with Rollins, all that stuff. And I think, in all honesty, they had a way to reintroduce Beth Phoenix. And I think he just wanted to tag with his wife and just say, hey, let's have some fun with it. Why not? Because I think the Miz was... Because because I don't want to see an edge angle that's that's fun. I want to see an edge angle that's serious and intense and violent and personal. I I didn't want fun. And I agree, they're going for fun here. Nikki Bella and... Cena versus Maurice and Miz. That wasn't really fun. That was personal. That had more heat than this. Th- yes. Yes, it did. Exactly. And now, Frank think- is laughing at his phone. He wants to show us something. Guys, like, this babe. this could be the meme of the night. They made the Mortal Kombat like, tournament screen with Shawn Michaels moving his way up the ladder in the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they very they just blacked out Shane. And who's next? 
I don't know who that guy is. That's uh, Rajan Shane. That's, that's Bruce Pritchard. Pritchard. That's what Pritchard. are you blind? No, between oh, that's Nick Khan. Between Shane and Hunter. Shane and Hunter. Hunter's not on here. Oh, what I are see. You, what are you fucking? Oh, I'm fixed? sorry. You're on the bottom. Mark Carano. That's that guy okay. that put Mickey James's shit in the bag. Okay. Next oh, up, next, next is Bruce Pritchard. The Edge. Thank God. <laughs> the Edge thing is, uh, I think Edge had a placeholder feud until Mania. I think he'll get something good now. I don't know against who. Uh, Styles. Styles, yeah, that's the match. They yeah. were. I'm telling you, that tease wasn't for nothing. Because now Styles ain't doing shit. Well, they'll, we'll they'll to put that, together something magical. They'll I'm, do something. I'm fine with Styles. Edge and Styles. That's a dream. Oh, match. no question. That's a uh, I dream predict match. flying forearm into a spear kick out. I could see that. Yeah. I think Styles goes over though. Because Styles, Styles, Styles needs over. This bag. I hope Edge says, "I learned a lot from Sean. You can beat me at Mania all you want." As long as the match is good, he'll pass it to the next guy. Although AJ Styles is getting up there in age, it ain't like he's the new hot young he ain't guy. Ain't no spring chicken. No, he's definitely he'll not. Ne- and he'll never be a bigger star than when he goes part time. Then, oh, then he'll be yeah. then he'll be at the next level, and that's sick. It's that should sh- be more over. He has I, to go away. But he's talked about that, and he. I mean, they all claim shit when they're wrestling, but he claimed that he didn't want to be one of those guys. He was just going to be. He's negotiating with Vince already. Yeah, now, I really just want to hang it up. What if you only had to come in five times a year? <laughs> yeah. And he'll say, all right, <laughs> fine. But you twisted it, my arm, Vince. While we're talking about styles real quick, isn't it funny that that's a guy who's undersized, who has an accent, southern accent, but an accent nonetheless, but he's just so goddamn good in the ring that not even Vince could fuck with him? Like, like Vince couldn't deny this guy. He yeah. took him and stuck the rocket right to his ass. And when we because, look at guy, because there's enough guys backstage that are telling Vince, you know, he's good. And Vince was like, I don't get it. And well, was like, it was Undertaker, probably. But yeah, it's insane. When you look at like the guys that Vince normally takes up, crumbles up in a bowl, and throws in the garbage. Especially guys who are huge stars for someone else. Exactly. This is a perfect case of, wow, Vince actually did the right fucking yeah. thing. The yes. only thing I'll send him Stated for. His name with his name, too. Get, yes, yes. Excellent point. Imagine he came in as fucking Alan Jones. Who yeah. the fuck would have gave well, him? Would you imagine that? Styles. You, imagine that if you bring in a new guy for, and you actually treat them right. And let them keep their gimmick and let them do what got them over in the first fucking place. Is it funny now, Al- Alan? He didn't come. Yeah, he didn't notice. He didn't, he didn't come out in a fucking leather mask. He just came out. He was AJ Styles. But for everyone else, he has to change their gimmick. See what happens when you leave it? When you leave it the way it was, Vince? Yeah, we got no, the same true. AJ Styles we always had. If anything, he may have gotten a little better in the ring. Definitely even even Samoa Joe. I mean, you look at a guy like that over, came in he, the same but way. Samoa Joe is a hard one because, yes, he did keep his name and he did have steam, but they did everything they yeah, did to him fucking a bad take booking. that steam Yes, off. fine, but he, he didn't change his gimmick much. He came in as a as an ass-kicking kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Great run in NXT. Yep, and then they stopped letting him kick ass. Yeah. Nakamura, I mean, another guy. Nakamura, again, there's name recognition to an extent. And he sat there and saw Adam Cole and said, and again, can you question his eye? Sometimes, yes. But when you look at Adam Cole right now. No. And you look at where he was four months ago. Yeah. Maybe Vince fucking said this guy isn't the same as AJ Styles. He isn't the same as Shawn Michaels, which is what me and you kind of believed. We thought he was the next guy like that. And he's just not. But. Styles is special, man. I really hope they do something well with him. And next up, we have, I believe, the men's rumble. The men's rumble, which, believe it or not, started with AJ Styles. Great. Came in at the number one spot. Of course, I think we all kind of knew something like that was going to happen. His name had leaked as a potential winner earlier in the week. But they always, every fucking year, someone types up a list. They make up fake entrants that are coming back. I read one where Alberto Del Rio was like the 30th entrant. I said, okay, yeah. 
But so started with AJ and Nakamura. Great start. And Francis, I'm very sorry. They did it to your boy again. Just have to. They just. They just don't get it. They just don't get it. I wish the people at home could see your face right now. You're really hurt. You're confused. This is not the angry character. Why, why do you Frank put him? Cliff. This is the. This is Francis. This why is do you put is. him in these positions if you're not going to push him correctly? Starting number two in the Rumble. Because we want to give. Because like Bane told Batman when he broke his back, for there to be true despair, there must be a little bit of hope. And that's what he's doing to you. What a quote. You have to be able to see the light and say, oh, they're going to do so just before they snap him. They had a nice little up. back and forth. I thought Nakamura didn't last. How quick did Nakamura get tossed out? He got out? quick. He Five got tossed out quick. Terrible. I got, the num- I got the number in front of me. 5.51. Was, that, was it that? Li- it was unacceptable. That's unacceptable. Maybe 10, 12 minutes. Fuck, he- fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Go look through the rest of that fucking roster. He should have stayed in there until the final fucking four. I don't know about that. Go through the burgers. And he Bro, got zero man. eliminations since Shinsuke. Well, sorry. that's fine. I mean, I don't even give a shit about the eliminations right. to an extent, but go on. And then comes out uh, Austin Theory. He had a good little run in this. Yes. Interesting Ro- guy to put at three. Rob, the Ric Flair spot. I just said I thought this kid was going to come in, but he lasted a long fucking time. He lasted too. a reasonable amount of time. Robert Roode, still employed by the company. Would you look at that, Francis? Bobby, boring, guy. boring Bobby. I, Less than a minute. Yeah. Came I, in came in and tossed. Wild. Ridge Hollins, Montez Ford. Damian Priest, I thought, would have a stronger showing. It was at this point I turned to Blackjack and said, wow, I never realized how fucking depleted this roster is. Well, I mean, you're seven people in. You really can't say then, but look, oh. at, the, look at the seven, right? Styles, star. Nakamura. Star. Should be a star. Three. Austin Theory is a potential... It, you're not going to put him there yet, though. He's, he's still very he, good. For he's very trying, good. They're trying to make. Something what was out his of him. likelihood of winning that Royal Rumble? I would say point two percent, five percent. You're out of control. Five percent. You're out of control because from before the Rumble started, he was a plus three hundred favorite. No, he wasn't. Plus three hundred. Brock Lesnar oh, was plus, a three hundred favorite. Plus, he was plus twenty two hundred. Okay, so he had zero percent chance because I, in wrestling the odds are different than than the. I thought he had a five percent chance of possibly winning it. PJ, keep, uh, who do you have after that? Rude. Yeah, okay, fine. Boring old Bobby. Uh, uh, Sami Zayn. And then fine. out came my pick, Johnny Knoxville. I thought he had... I thought he, <laughs> I he was going to have... A, I thought he was going to win. I they agree didn't, with you. They I did thought a he was going to... I mean, they, they got to strap the rocket to this kid's ass and really give him something. Poor Sami Zayn. So I think Knoxville can go far. <laughs> Sami Zayn's having fun, I feel like. Yeah, he signed a new contract. He's done. Angelo Dawkins. <laughs> almost... Almost. Another, almost. Almost. He's almost a good worker. He's I thought almost was going to have a much better showing, especially the way they've been pushing him. He's sloppy, him. man. He's I green. figured he was going to throw out green. 400 people. It's too hard to book a guy like that, and I'll stand by that. You can't book him. You can't. The only money there is to be made with him is if you have him go on a dominant run, and then the champion who's a babyface beats him, and then he's dead anyway. It's the only way those guys make any fucking money. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see him. The last seven foot tall guy they pushed and put a rocket to his ass was fucking Kane. The one before that was the Undertaker, and the one before that Kali. was Diesel. Oh, Kali, I almost forgot. Chopping the Undertaker in half. He came in hot. Came in real <laughs> so hot. Came Ricochet, Chad Gable, Dominic Mysterio, Happy Corbin. Can we do Can something? See how here? much filler this is. It's out of control. And Happy Corbin ended up with a lot of fucking eliminations that he fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Three. Cornette was calling. Mad Cat Moss. <laughs> he was calling him. Uh, oh, now it's not funny because I forgot the fucking name. But 
never mind. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's uh, when, when Nikki K. Faves <laughs> regains his thought, he'll tell us what what Jim Cornette called Mad Cat Moss. Was, Probably a reference to a 1957 TV show. It was so funny. Fuck Mad Cat Moss. Fuck Happy Corbin. I still stand to it by this day. They've booked this man terribly. He should have been an up-and-down gambler. No gambler makes <laughs> this much money. Dolph, Z- Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus, Rick Boogs. Sheamus was Rick interesting. Boogs. My God. First off, what did he look like? He's just so strong. He, yes, but he looks like and, and he, looks he looks like Freddie Mercury and, and Rick yes. Rude. Yes. It's a mix. But he has more charisma than Bobby Roode's had his I entire life. he looks life. a little bit like... Rick Rude, Joey Ryan. Rude. I think he looks a little bit like Joey Ryan's, like a more jacked up oh Joey Ryan. Oh, my God. That's a bad comparison, but yes, it is. I know. He's a, well, I know what he's been... But uh, Boog's, Boog. Boog's an interesting guy because if you didn't have such a stupid fucking name, if you took a look at that guy, you'd say, yeah, he looks like a professional wrestler, which is more than you could say for half the fucking gimmicks in here, but... And now came Mad Cat Moss, oh, God. which is Do a you disgrace. See this? this is so much filler right here. This Riddle. is like... All right, that's an interesting one. A returning one. Drew McIntyre. That was the only shock of the night. Because I had Owens. no idea. Ray Mysterio. <laughs> yeah, there's a Kevin Owens silence. I got it. Good. I, what, I know he sucks. Let, let me get excited for the guy that I've seen lose Ray Mysterio. And then let's talk about one of the stories of this rumble, Kofi Kingston. I'm going to fucking bust a vein on this one, it PJ. Was, it <sighs> was, so let's everyone calm down. I want to go over to Nick because me and Nick had a pretty intelligent discussion about this the other night. Mm-hmm. It was bound to happen. If this is a real world thing, and obviously it's not, and it's become a staple every year where he does something crazy. He's done this one before. In some type of a Morrison way. Morrison did this Morrison one did it the first time. People forget Morrison started this shit. Yeah. And I don't mind that. I, I feel bad for him that it happened to him because Kofi's seemingly such a stand-up dude. But I like the idea that this year he didn't tempt the fate. And we should have him fuck up for the next three years and then finally get it again. Now work yourself into a forced botch. Yeah. That, I mean, we said that, hey, if you're going to make some sense of reality with it, hey, oh, shit, he fucked up. Or it didn't happen this time. And then even the announcers playing it up and the replay and going to him and be like, oh, did he get it? No. And I, it, they didn't fucking say we're not going to just say he didn't do it. Right. We're going to stick to it and say, hey, this happened. And, and then he had to talk about it the next day. Yeah. I, well, I gave I, Owens I credit, by the way. Kevin Owens should get some credit here because he was also in the ring screaming, his feet hit the floor, which is what should happen. Right. Kofi right Kingston, thing. I love you. I really do. You, you got me so excited a couple of years ago. You do great work. Why the fuck did you have to go on a four-paragraph rant about what went wrong with your fucking stupid stunt? Don't do that. We know what happened. We know what happened. You fucking couldn't do what was impossible. You tried to do the impossible. Again. He didn't try to, he tried to do the impossible again. Right. You fucked it up. Don't give me a four-paragraph explanation on we know why. No one in. thought less of you. Like, no one was upset. But like, I was with a room of rowdy, drunken men. We didn't say to us, "Ah, fuck this guy." We said, "Ah, oh, fuck." How fake can you make it look? Oh, if it, the next day, after you do that stunt, and you have to go on a four-paragraph. Yeah, it, it doesn't help. It stunt. doesn't help, and it makes. You remember, you when Steve, you remember when Steve Austin came out after you did that Brian Pillman angle, and he said, "Guns are no laughing matter." I'm sorry, I did this. It was badly thought out. Oh, you don't remember that. Because he didn't <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> Stop it now. You know who fucking did that? Jack Swagger and Dutch Mantel. Oh. When he had to come out of character. You remember that bullshit? Yeah. I remember Cornette was upset about yeah. it. Yeah. It, it, it takes away from wrestling. I mean, you, you look at... That was the point of it. You want to get people mad at you. And you could start, no you could start, a, start a pot, a pot across the line. But not anymore. And then everyone fucking gets all fucking hot and bothered about it and you can't do anything and even if you fuck up a spot but the, I, I, I don't get it why come out and fucking 
do this whole thing. And like, the worst even, part is the fans coming out and saying, oh, look at Kofi being so powerful talking. No, he's a fucking idiot. He's ruining the business like all of you do when you go up to your other jabroni friends and talk about fucking well, finishes like, and things you have no idea like what the, the fuck you're talking I'll, about. I'll say it was like the barbed wire when Tony Khan came out. He was like, oh, you thought we were going to blow someone up? Like, at that and, point, and then, and then, people should have stopped watching altogether. Wait, and then a week, and then a, not even a day later, says, well, Kenny made the explosives, so of course they didn't work. Yeah. So is it a gimmick or is it a shoot? Uh, it, what is it? You can't. You, uh, people have to stick to it more. It's, it's it's a shame. Steve Austin was never a gimmick. He was a shoot. That's who yes. I thought he was. And God damn it, Deborah will attest that's who he was. Oh, stop it! I don't like that, Francis. <laughs> out came Otis. Out came Big E. And out came... Well, Big E deserves better. Well, Free oh, Big E. Oh, enough of the right. bullshit. Free Big E, I said it. Hashtag. All right, so look, that's a good guy to talk about. Big E, they strap the rocket to his ass. They do everything they can to Free get him. this guy over. And now, no one gives a shit. Because guess what? Well, Maybe they should, they should free him then yeah. at this point. Well, that's Fuck just it. a ridiculous... The, the things people write, like Big E's in, fucking entrapped somewhere... Yeah, he just came off being the WWE champion. And he deserves freedom. Yeah. And he deserves fucking... They, they want him to be champion for fucking 800 days. I know. No one wants their favorites to lose. Sorry, Biggie. I like you, but you just were never serious and you shaked your tits too much. That's probably why they took the belt off. So yeah. I want to say... I think I've said this on air and I want to say it again. I used to feel that way about Biggie. That he wasn't serious. He was more cartoon than actual person. And he Larger made funny facials. Then I read an interview with him. And he said... You've seen the big, scary, angry, athlete, black wrestler before. You've seen it. We know that character. He says, I'm trying to do something a little different. When he put it that way, I kind of got it. And I said, all right. But he definitely took a little step back. Hopefully, he'll get it back on course. Then out came someone who I have to put over in the most (coughs) flattering terms. Bad Bunny. I'm going to say something, Francis. If everyone in this business treated wrestling the way Bad Bunny treats wrestling, we'd have a much better business. Am I wrong, kayfabe? No, uh, your your pal didn't like it, but who's my pal? Your my my podcast friend, but uh, why are we speaking in code? Who didn't like it? Jim. Jim. Yeah. Jim didn't like Bad Bunny. I get it. Jim doesn't like anything that was made after 1998. And I What's get the point? point, but I get your point as well. His point was that you have a 130 pound rapper throwing around fucking professionals, but at the same time, I get your point because he he cares and he obviously. Looks like he, he gives looks a shit like about what's happening. He wants to win. Yeah. He acts like he wants to and win. Fuck all that. Let's not forget that his merchandise sold through the fucking roof. He was a moneymaker for them the last time they did something with him. Of course they're in the bad money business. And I'm fine with bad money. I, I didn't know if he should have came in at twenty seven, but well, I Shane got, McMahon did. <laughs> I got one argument for you. Well, first off, I had twenty seven in the pool, so I was not happy. But here here's a problem. Who won your pool? Blackjack won the women's KD, Kevin Pretzels, yeah. Kevin Pretzels Kevin won. Pretzels oh, won. he must. Oh, he was actually. T won a prize. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. So go on about Bad Bunny. Finish up. Bad Bunny. I have no problem with the guy. I like him. I think he brings something there. That, that you could do shit with him. Here's the issue: your Rumble is supposed to have your top thirty wrestlers, and you gave two spots to fucking celebrities. They've done that in the past. Two thousand one. And Shane was the next one out. So you gave how many spots to guys that had zero percent chance of winning? You gave, I don't know, I just felt like this was a very star-depleted rumble, and when you have more than one celebrity in it, definitely, it's, it's weird. So, I don't know. So rounding it out was Shane, Orton, and then number 30. Shane. Which was which was Lesnar, and to get to your point, 
Uh, saw it coming from a mile. Yeah, away. and to get to your point, like, uh, I mean, it was underwhelming for sure, and you'd only had a few stars that potentially could win the thing. Styles, uh, Owens, I thought Orton possibly, but they really didn't have guys that you know. You went there and you're like, they're gonna win this whole thing. Maybe like three or four. Uh, do you, and do you think you know what else that I just realized now? Until Lesnar came out, sorry. Something I realized now that made this rumble I think worse than in years past. Most of other rumbles have at least two or three stories within them. Yes. Different guys feuding with each you other or Sammy using Zane an elimination to build. What did this have? Sami Zayn in Knoxville. That's been a storyline over the Which past was couple quick. months. Done yeah. quick. That's uh, McIntyre. McIntyre and Corbin. Yep, that's two. Uh, okay. I guess you could kind of say Austin Theory because Vince has been hyping him up about the Rumble. And he didn't even get in there with Shane. Styles and almost. Styles and almost. Yeah, they went to uh, that. But that's more of a callback at this point because that was a month ago now. Yeah, and the, the pro- anything a since. problem I also had with the Rumble was that I felt that people were coming in and and really un- just it wasn't lack it was lackluster. Two punches in the corner. Yeah, no, no one did it. Big. And I felt like the camera was missing eliminations. A lot I of think times. it happened once or twice. Yeah. I, and the eliminations felt like they weren't anything big, like theories or styles, for instance. I didn't think there was anything behind it. And I by agree. the way, I had a big fucking problem with the booking of this in one spot in particular. Brock Lesnar comes in. He's being pushed as a baby face. This is who Brock is now, which is amazing of itself. But they're pushing him as a pretty staunch baby face, pretty straightforward baby face. And he's coming into a match as a part-timer, and you know the audience is not going to be surprised to have him out at number 30. They're not going to be surprised to have him win. So he has an unenviable task ahead of him as a babyface. And they have him throw out Randy Orton in St. Louis. They threw out the native heat. You couldn't have Happy Corbin do it, get some heat on a heel? So stupid. And Orton's fucking elimination was extremely lackluster. He just thrown over like a piece of shit. He just clotheslined them over. It, it was just it, the eliminations were the ones for the top guys besides Sasha. I felt were a little lackluster. Even the two women, endings of the women and the men, they were just quick back and forth. Straight and forward, again, they were straightforward rumbles. It wasn't a lot yeah. of drama. No. There wasn't no My big stare issue. down. I mean, McIntyre and Lesnar had a little one, but yeah, yeah, McIntyre, Lesnar, and Lesnar intrigued me because I said, well, they could go back to that, but. The problem is, as soon as Rousey entered, and as soon as Brock entered, I knew they were fucking winning. That's problem number one. And the second problem is, I didn't know for sure Rousey was coming out. You never really knew until she did, and then it's like, all right, fuck the dirt sheet, spoil that. I knew Brock was going to be in that rumble from the minute that Roman Reigns did not lose that title. Yeah. So the whole night I'm sitting there saying to Blackjack, I said, well, when do you think Brock's coming in? Do you think 30, 28? We're sitting there guessing what number from 25 to 30 that he's just going to come in and throw also. everybody out. I should not be able to tell you what's going to happen word for fucking 30, word. 30 was the problem. 30 is a big 30. problem. No, I, Have him come in at 20. Allow me this volley. I like the fact that if nothing else, they're making 30 the winningest number in the Rumble. I hate when Edge won at number one. I hate when people win at number two. For a long time, nobody won from 30. The most enviable spot in the Rumble. Right. No one ever fucking won from it. At least now, a lot of fucking guys come in at 30 I'm, and win. Fine, that's fine. But Hunter. I thought that Hunter, yeah. Lesnar, Cena too, right? The Undertaker. Cena was not 30. Cena, Cena was the like Undertaker. 27. I think Lesnar coming out after losing and not being in the Rumble and coming in at 30 kind of. You know. All right, and deeper storyline here, right? Yeah. He lost his advocate earlier in the night. Yeah. Who the fuck got him in the Rumble? 
The, the whole storyline for Brock Lesnar since he was fucking 23 years old has been Paul Heyman is behind the scenes doing every single thing Yeah, for and then Brock learned something. He can go up to Vince and say, you put me as number 30 in that rumble, I'm walking. You got it. Get your jacket on. Uh, or fine, or if you want to do something cool with it, have someone come out and then Lesnar just beat the shit out of him. Right. Something. Explain and, and a it. heel, too. Like a, or have uh, Lesnar go to the back. Grab Vince by his fucking collar yeah. as he's grunting and say, Roman, you got to let Roman do that? Put me in this fucking, you know, yeah. something. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like something. wouldn't it almost like if you saw a backstage segment of it and you knew he was coming? It would have hyped it up that better. That might have hyped it up even better because now it's a forced surprise. Yeah, but again, what 30, I would have done. like seven. What I would have done. Right? It, it, or, or 18. But not even have Vince go, you want to go in, right? You're, You're going to go in, in and one. And then have Brock just steamroll everybody. I'm fine with that. I'm fucking... At least that's more believable than Brock Lesnar coming in at 30 and steamrolling people. Brock Lesnar, the character, would want to come in at 15 and start tossing people on their fucking heads. Do Doesn't we, make any sense. Did we talk about Shane McMahon coming out? We did. And just like in the Rumble, it was quick, painless, and there wasn't much to talk about other Still than the fact that it came out very late. Still throwing bombs. Still throwing shitty punches. My God. He, that PJ, did he land one of the fake punches he threw? I guess not. They were all hitting his own stomach. It was insane. Uh, I'm Brother, a big fan he was, of Shane. Brother, he's safe. I'm a big fan of Shane, too. You know what the problem is? He's 52 years old, and he's the most over guy in the fucking Rumble. Well, not anymore. But <laughs> Kayfabes, they refuse to build younger stars. Then you have to rely on people. You had you had, misses. You had a too. bunch of misses here. I thought Knight should have been in it. I thought Dunn should have been in it. Yeah. How about put Braun Breaker as number one and let him have a sick run? Maybe a guy They like, would never do that. You know why? Because it proves that fucking Hunter had a good idea. Maybe a guy like Walter, or I'm sorry, Gunther. Walter. Gunther. Escobar. One of those younger guys. And where the see. fuck was Kane? Yeah. We don't take this lightly, asshole. I did notice a lack of Kane. He could have had to throw <laughs> out somebody. My yearly fucking Kane appearance. Don't fuck around He's with him. He's always good for like two guys because they want him to have the old exactly. time. Brock's coming for that fucking old time. But well, now Brock definitely made some games. He threw out six people, I think. And he threw out yeah. 13 a few years ago. Yeah. Fucking bullshit, man. He's close. Kane better come out and throw out Brock next year. That's the mania match. <laughs> We had Brock throw. He did throw him out of a rumble. He threw him out of our rumble, which brings us, gentlemen, to segment three. Oh, God. This so I told you we were going full feminist. I told you we had, here at Ring for Radio, despite Frank Cliff's negative anti-woman crusade, we still support the female audience. That's right. And so, Francis, today, spontaneously, from the mind of Nikki K. Fabe, since our last rumble show... Was one of the most listened to shows of all of our podcast. We bring you the women's edition fantasy rumble. You know the rules. We're gonna pick one at a time. We're gonna enter a woman into the rumble and eliminate a woman for rumble. You can pass on an elimination. Yes. We have it all down. How many times am I randomizing this, K Fabes? Three times. Okay. He said K Fabes. I speak for K Fabes. My me, advocate. Me and Kayfabe's caucus are votes here at the table. All right. We got Frank, Kayfabe, and Pat. Last. Are we snaking it? Wasn't this the We're fucking same? It. T- it was the same. I think it was, yeah. It was uh, pretty funny. Yeah, it was the same this thing. This randomizer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm starting this off. Yeah. So who goes you, him, me? Yeah. Then All right, you, I'm, him, me. Or do we snake it back around? No, I go, he goes, you go, you go, he goes, okay, I yeah. go. Got it. All right, so I got to start it off. Huh? 
You want me to start it off? Number one spot of the ultimate female rumble. PJ, I told you I didn't want to do this, so now I'm going to punish you. Stephanie McMahon with a cringe face. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. But why number one? Your book, she's a heel. That's a number 30 spot. Because she's feuding with Vince at the time, and Vince tries to get it back at her. Fine. Uh, Fine. (laughs) Damn. I'll take it. (laughs) Because now that influences our next choice. I'm going to say, let's go with China. Oh, Oh, shit. I would have said Trish made more sense, but that's okay. No, we're bringing some real life into this. smokes. Real life. So Vince McMahon is trying to hurt Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie. Now we're building a story into this. Now he's telling a story. You don't understand, gentlemen, how angry Vince actually is. Because number three is Jazz. (laughs) That's one. He wants to destroy daddy's little girl. He's sending out the muscle. And if we're doing this thing for the reels, goodbye, Stephanie. She's getting chucked. Was that, wow. we're, do, we're doing eliminations this early? Or I mean, we, last time we waited till like we six till or seven six. people. I'm telling a story. All right. Stephanie got chucked. She's in there with two people gunning for her. Yeah, okay. Vince got what he wanted. He's feuding. They'll have a mania match. Vince versus Steph. He got what he wanted. He put her in there with the two hosses, and now the two hosses are going at it. Okay. I'm going to have I'm, a match I'm with my with daughter. I like Done it. it. I like doing eliminations early. We can we can pull the story. All right. Go again. Now you got to put somebody in. I sure do. Okay. We got the two hosses. They're going back and forth. I think what's called for now is a scrawny, scrappy, angry heel. I'm sending an ivory, and she ain't getting in the ring right away. She don't want any <laughs> part of this. She's walking around the ring. She's saying, I ain't getting in there. I'm worried about this. Is she write the sensor ivory or normal nah, ivory? Nah, normal ivory. I'm talking purple outfit ivory. I love me some ivory, and this rumble just reminded me of it. All right, at number five, I'm going to go with someone uh, a little you know, more. Was I allowed to eliminate someone else? Because if I wasn't, if I was, I'm going to pass on it anyway. Well, all right, so you're good. Yeah, you're fine. I'm not eliminating anyone. I'm going to bring uh, someone to get the crowd a little a little pop into this. I'm going to bring out Tori. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tori Wilson? No. Requesting clarification. Which Tori? Tori from DX. <sighs> That's an interesting one. Very I mean, interesting. Yeah. Probably not the best worker, but good job. You got we some... don't like her here on Ring Crew Radio, you so got... don't get used to her. Yeah, she <laughs> fucking ruined Kane's life, you piece of shit. She took down Kane and X-Pac in that angle. Well, we could have Well, Kane good on I... X-Pac, piece of shit. Next thing you know, they would have been telling me that Kane and X-Pac were the Brothers of Destruction. <laughs> <laughs> With the fucking Taker. The I, three I, of them fucking I like, posed I like up Tori now. I feel like she's a, a chippy uh, baby face and... You just wanted to be different. And she's bringing yes. the fight to these two hosses. I did want to be different. Way to go, Brett. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Brett and annoying people who think they're fucking reinventing the wheel, I'll throw Natalia out there. Not because I like <laughs> her or anything, just because I really hate this match and I want to fucking dump it. So let me throw Natalia in there. And, you know, I'm, I'm not throwing anybody out. Let it fill up. Who gives a shit? Now you get another one. All right. Bull Nakano. Oh, that chick from AEW? <laughs> no, the fucking the girl with the mullet from the 80s. Now, wasn't there like a female? I know who bull. you're talking about. I forget her name. Her name was Bull. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Bull. <laughs> B-U-L-L, Nakano. Okay, well. Bull Nakano. You want to look this you up? You want to look this up. Yeah, because I don't know if we're going to write this down yet. Fuck all of you. I was right, you piece of shit. Him. Okay. This fucking right here. 
There she is, Bull Nakano. Told you, fucks. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say I didn't believe you. She feuded with fucking Alundra Blaze. Don't tell me about it. Uh, that's who I was gonna bring in next. Oh, was it? Good yeah. job. Bring it in. It makes sense. Storylines. Here we go. Yeah. Throw her in. All right, I'll bring in Alundra. I only acknowledge her as Medusa. <laughs> I'm not throwing anyone out. So we're, yeah, we we're got, letting this load we up. We got right seven now. people in there already. PJ, up to you. It is up to me. Hmm. Okay. What I'm gonna hold on. See what number we're on. We're on nine. Do you think when Vince is booking the female I have Royal eight. Rumble, uh, Steph, China, Jazz, Ivory, Tori, Natalia, Bull, Nakano, Alundra. That's eight. Yeah, and that's eight. Oh, I'm bringing nine. in nine. You're right. Okay. In nine. Yeah. Do you think when Vince goes to like pick his his matchups for the Royal Rumble, since he's a sexist pig, it kind of looks like the lineup from Rush Hour Two? He goes to the back of the massage pole and he has them all standing oh, yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> Give me bull. <laughs> so I've decided it's time for a little action. It's time for a little levity. Here comes some bullshit. I know you want me. We got a ring. You don't know whose music that is. You're going to look at me like I'm sick. Well, you're not very tone efficient. Sonny. So. Oh, okay. I know you want me. Okay. Tremendous. Yeah, yeah. She comes to the ring because we got athletes in this ring, folks. These are fucking some corn-fed women here. So is Ivory Sit in the tough. ring at this <laughs> These point? These are some fucking corn. Ivory, Ivory is not in the ring. Ivory has yet to enter the rumble. Shit, the announce table. But out comes Sunny. Everyone in the ring stops and looks at her. They all hate this girl. They all hate her. She's not one of them. She walks in. They all pick her up together and toss her out. She gets the uh, Sunny's in and out. The Muhammad Hassan treatment. Yeah, I was good. Oh my god, that's right. They did. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta look that up later. And now I'm gonna throw in. Let's see if I can remember her name. Paul London's chick, Katie Lee Birchall. Oh, became yeah. Winter. Always loved her. Throwing her. She in. was Paul Birchall. Yeah, and Paul Birchall's chick. You dumbass. Yeah, not Paul London. Wasn't her? No, I said she was, was a pirate. Katie, with was Birchall. her name Katie Lee Birchall? It was sister and brother. Yeah. Yeah, That's was, what I said, Katie Lee Birchall. No, you said, you said Paul, Paul London. London's girl. It was Paul, oh, Paul Birchall. Well, I meant Paul Birchall then if I said that. Yeah, yeah. That's Paul Birchall. Her. I'm shocked that gimmick wow, didn't work, Wow, look at man. We're pulling out some names here. Remember when I used loved to come her. out I with the she rope? Was beautiful. She became Winter. Yes. TNA. Yes. I always, I always thought so, she was fucking beautiful. at number 11, I'm bringing in Awesome Kong. Wow. Awesome. Also known as Karma. Okay. And she's getting Ivory's little ass, and she's tossing her <laughs> in the ring. And Ivory's in. And Ivory's in. Awesome Kong is also going to eliminate Natalia. Good. Because I said so. Good. I'm fine with that. Please get her out of the ring. Enough of the damn hearts. Am I up again? Yeah. Fabulous Moolah. <laughs> Someone needs to stretch these broads and I'm putting fat <laughs> and I'm putting fabulous back where she belongs. Fucking in there tormenting young women. Uh who's left in the ring? You know what? She's throwing out Ivory too, just because. Okay. No reasoning. She just wanted to. Who threw out Ivory? Fabulous, Fabulous Moolah. Moolah. Fine. They actually had a few. They had a match and no mercy. I mean, next up, I have to do the obvious. Mae Young's coming out next. <laughs> and while they're fighting in the middle of the ring. Yeah, let's leave Ben for now. They're just fighting in the middle of the ring. One-on-one. Mano-e-mano. All right. Well, I'm going to throw out. Oh, I'm sorry. And Mae Young is in her Royal Rumble 2000 <laughs> gear. So she's nude. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Them floppy fucking Jesus Christ. So we're uh, number 14, right? I'm bringing out Mildred Bird. Who the <laughs> f- her name is Mildred Burke. You don't even Mildred know Burke. her fucking who the, name. Who the fuck You're not is, bringing her out, are you? Who the fuck is Mildred Burke? 
some old fucking salty ass fucking stretcher of women. <laughs> Why do you like her? Who's fucking Jim Cornette? <laughs> There's the answer. Mildred Burke. Fine, she's in the ring. How many are we up to already? And she's throwing out Tori. Oh, of course. Because she's not playing around. So Mildred Burke has entered the building. Moolah's going to try to stretch Mildred Burke. Now now we got China Jazz, Bull Nakano, Alundra Blaze, Katie Lee Bertrand. Five generations of wrestlers. Awesome Kong, Moolah, Mae Young, and Mildred Burke. And number 15, VJ, who do you got? Jesus Christ, what a terrible rumble this is. So I get two picks. Do I get two eliminations? Yeah. Charlotte's coming in. There it is. Charlotte's tossing out Moolah. Charlotte's talking out, tossing out Mildred Burke. <laughs> you know, throw out May while you're at it. Can I throw out May permission? Throw May. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give it to you. She's coming in and she's clearing she's the throwing all the old fucks old out. People. She's had enough. Oh shit! So, so May's just, out too. So just to reset, we got China, we got Jazz, Bill Nicaro. She's gonna be next. Alundra Blaze, Katie Lee Burchill, Karma. And Charlotte, not a bad little fucking ring right now. We this got is something up. else. And New York going again. <clears throat> Let me think now. <laughs> Sixteen. Yep. Charlotte's in there. She's in there with some powerhouses, some big mamas in this fucking ring. God, I hate. I hate to waste time. I, I... say it and book it later. Do what the WWE does. <laughs> just, just throw a name out there and worry about the booking after the fact. Uh, just one more second, Jacqueline. Okay, okay. I love Jacqueline. I wanted to save her. Okay. So Jacqueline's coming out. She's going after Charlotte. I think. I think at this point we got to start do something about these hosses. Well, maybe we need a little baby face to come in. Get it. Flip K-Fabes. the two what big. We got? Flip the two big girls out. Who's coming in, Kevin? I could do that. I could get a, a baby face in there. To, I have a monster. To do the impossible. Huh. Oh, I know what you should do. Do you? Let him do it on his own. Let him do it on his own. <laughs> Let him do it on his own. Don't help him. I'll do it. I'll, I'll get it done. Let him Relax. sit there and suck his teeth. <laughs> Let's go. What do you got? Uh, at number 17. The fans are chanting. They need the, they need the entrance Number music. 17. I'm going to go with um, Bianca Belair. Good pick. Ooh. I think she's one that could get... Uh, a hoss out, and I'll have her eliminate Jazz. Oh, goodbye, Jazz. I like See, it. she's coming in hot. Coming in very hot. All right, Bianca Belair's in. That's good. Oh, I'm up? Yeah. Uh-huh. Awesome. What what number are we up to now? 18. 18. 18. Wow. It's really getting up there now. All right, Nia Jax is coming in. She's definitely throwing out China. Okay. The hosses are out. And next, you know what? Fuck it. Throw Becky in there. Let her go after Nia for a shoot again. Charlotte, Nia, Becky, middle of the ring, shoot punching each other. Someone's going to bleed. Katie Lee Burchill just thinking, what the fuck am I doing here? (laughs) Where's the rope? And Bill Nakora is is still in this. We got to get rid of it. Her and Medusa have been going for 20 minutes in here. This is a classic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're putting on a wrestling clinic, folks. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring out at number twenty. Uh, I'm trying to think back, and so I'm like, and Jacqueline and Bianca Belair look at each other and cry. <laughs> <laughs> so you said China's out, right? Yeah. 
So Bull Nakano's number seven. She's the Iron Woman right now. I got a bad feeling about this. Bull Nakano's fucking hanging in there. We got some heavy names. We still got to start breaking out, I think. Yeah. I think it's time to bring out Nikki Bella. This is the big names he thinks. I know. I was. I had some more. We the have progressive pa- man, the the women's wrestling expert, Nikki Bella. Now that means we have to book. Backpack. He took two fucking yeah, spots. Because now this. you got to book the other one. Now we don't got to do shit. No, no she's go. She can go to ADW. She could just be Brianna Garcia. Have to. Nikki Fuck Bella. That. Nikki Bella is probably the bigger star. She is Brianna Garcia. She's going to ADW's Rumble. And so twenty-one and twenty-two. PJ. Oh, I do it. Yep. Well, before this go along any further. <laughs> Excuse me. My God. I'm having Jacqueline throw out Bull. Okay. I'm giving Jacqueline a little something, a little thanks for coming, and I'm sorry I had to give her a ball. I, can't, I cannot run the risk of this woman ending up there at the end and having to contend with this. I'm sorry, Bull. I'm sure you're a nice lady. I got you. But do what I had to do here. So next, so I get two that come in now. Okay. 21, Trish Stratus. See, I was saving Trish. Well, well, no better time than the present. Out comes Trish. There are 10 people left. What the fuck? All right, who's next, PJ? Out next, Molly Holly. She's just going to weasel her way in again. Not And not mighty. I mean when she was an angry, like, piano teacher. <laughs> At the Victoria cut her hair. The short hair oh, and God, little frumpy at the bottom. But she was a great worker. Yeah, she was. Go ahead. 23, I'm bringing out Sasha. Okay. And Sasha's going to throw out Katie Lee Burchill. That's good. <sighs> Katie Lee, I was hoping. That's good. Trying. So at this point in the match, Becky's probably in the middle of the ring, right? Doing a bunch of shit. Right? Getting people excited like oh, that. Becky. Becky. Yeah. <sighs> She's in there working, right? She's doing yeah, good. I hope your better booking sense fucking prevails here. All yeah. right. So here's what's going to happen. Sable's coming out next. It's 24? <laughs> yeah. And Becky's going to laugh at her. Becky's going to make fun of her. She's going to berate her, and then she's going to turn her back to her. The old maven taker spot. And you know what's happening. Big Sable, time Bex. Sable throwing out big time Bex right on a fucking cross-eyed wow. face. We didn't even get Oh, we didn't shame even get on Bailey. Goodbye. We didn't even get Bailey in yet. Get out. Unbelievable. Salute. Have a good night. Biatch. I have one more pick, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not happy with that elimination. You could you could be as unhappy as you want. This is this is the life we chose. <laughs> All right, I need a woman. Huh? Who's that bold chick that used to run around with CM Punk? Huh? Nah, not her. Nah, Serena Deeb. Is it really that's yeah. her? Yeah. Oh shit, she didn't have a last name there. I couldn't recognize her. All right, hmm. I'm trying to think of somebody to get the crowd going. So maybe exciting. Oh, I know who. You're right. The cat. <laughs> also in her Royal Rumble 2000 gear. <laughs> also naked. <laughs> yes. I still there's one person missing here that's got to show up eventually. But I got 26 and 29. Right. I'm, so I'm right good now, at this point. I Trish, got up, Becky. I'm happy. Trish is is heaving awesome con over. Okay, so I go. This oh, is I'm my, sorry. But I, if you, I wanna, didn't do an elimination. Can, so go okay. Trish. Trish can eliminate awesome con. I'm go. with you there. Uh, 26, I'm going to have Bailey come out. There you go. Good. I wanted to have the all four horsemen in there, but you have to really 
Take that he's away. Get, he's still salty that I threw out Roman Reigns last week. Yeah, yeah. that's all it is. It's called revenge. You got 27-28. So, I think we got to bring in the – that's you, PJ. I, I have someone I wanted to bring in, but go ahead. Hopefully, you bring her in. Just re-looking here. I'm having a lunger blaze. Get out Nia Jax. Muscling her over. And I guess now at this point... So, we have that. Trish eliminated um, Awesome Kong. Yep. She's riding high. She's standing tall. I got this. I got this. Cue Lita's music. Oh, good. I'm glad you brought her in. Yeah, good job. Had to get her in eventually. Good job. So, then they're going to go at it. So, they do a little mini program in the ring. I know who I want. I, I... I don't trust you to bring her in at 30. This is who I wanted you to bring in. But I guess I got to bring her in now. Shayna Baszler. You just brought in three people. No, I brought in Bailey. He brought in Lita. Oh, you she... brought in Bailey. Yeah. Okay, I got it all fucked I'm sending up. in Shayna Baszler. Baszler. I can never say a name. Right? Loves her. He can't say her name. Any elimination for Shayna or? Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to get all the heat on her. She's throwing out the darling, Alundra. Coming in, double-legging her, punching the shit out of her, picking her up by her hair and throwing her over. And now they say, holy shit, she's the bull of the woods. So we have Charlotte, Jacqueline, Bianca, Nikki, Trish, Molly. Um, who the fuck did come in at 23? Sasha. Sasha, Sable, the mm-hmm. cat, Bailey, Lita, and Shayna. All right. I'm going to have Shayna throw out the cat. Excellent, kayfabe. And I'm going to do what WWE didn't do. In this rumble, and I'm gonna open the forbidden door. I'm gonna bring out Britt Baker. I knew it. I knew he was doing it. <laughs> this is 29. This is 29. Close your fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> You're letting the heat out. <laughs> I all was right. considering it. So I got number 30. I got the last pick. You got. I got it. all the stakes here. Yep. Who am I bringing in, and who am I throwing out? Dewdrop. Okay. Wow. And I want Dewdrop tossing out Britt Baker. Oh, Solely on principle. You didn't even bring in Ronda. Ronda huh? You didn't bring in Ronda. She don't I need. She don't need to be it. in here. What an overview. What an oversight. Yeah. Where the fuck was Nicole Bass? Unbelievable. Oh my god. Well, Nicole Bass would have been last week. There was one We're more. We're doing a forty-person rumble. I thirty-one. Was... I'm bringing out Ronda. I also missed Alexa Bliss, and uh, yeah. I wanted to bring in Shaniqua or Linda Miles. Oh, that's a good one. Shaniqua was the S and M fucking you carrier out, uh, for the, the Dusty's girl. But anyway, we got Sapphire. A, we got a film or Brandy. <laughs> I was gonna throw Miss Elizabeth for the giggles, but we got to book our way out of this, people. Yeah, let's see who's, left. who's gonna be the ring for radio girl. Let's go through our list again. Charlotte, Jacqueline, Bianca, Nikki Bella, Trish Stratus, Molly Holly. Sasha, Sable, Bailey, Lita, Shayna, and Dewdrop. So we're doing one elimination at a time, right? Yep, you're up, yeah. Fame. I'm gonna have Shayna. I'm gonna have Shayna eliminate Sable. I think Love it's it. time. And fuck Frank for ruining our fucking rumble. <laughs> so I go next. Your rumble was already ruined, asshole. <laughs> I'm having Shayna. Throw out Nikki Bella. It's good. She's throwing out all the dweebs. She's she's clearing the ring of the weak. Only the strong are left. You got some f- fucking strong wrestlers in here right now. Who's left? Charlotte, Jacqueline, Bianca, Trish, Molly, 
Sasha, Bailey, Lita, Shayna, and Dewdrop. Okay. Bianca and Jacqueline are throwing out Charlotte. Okay. Hopefully you also book the rest right. <laughs> I don't think you will. Uh, all right. I'm going to have Shayna get out Dewdrop. Because Shayna's on a tail right now. What does she have? Five eliminations? She's just anti-Frank. You could just say you're anti-Frank. People. Yeah, and this that's one fine. Your last three, but that's okay. Who's counting? No big deal. I saw you. Why did you want you want a Dewdrop to stay? I was trying to get Dewdrop to be the last one in this somehow. Trying to do. I was trying to manipulate this so bad. Bad for Sting, you fucking asshole. Sting's yeah, Sting's not in this. And even if Shane he was, he wouldn't be able to tail. work half these girls. Shane is on a tear? Yeah. She fucking takes down Trish, throws her over like a sack of shit. So she's purposely throwing out the hottest people in the rumble. She's no, yep. she's just killing everybody. She people are just like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? Am I up now? You're up. Yep. Oh, so we're not sneaking. No, we didn't sneak. I feel like that gives an unfair advantage to some people. No, you guys just didn't want me to have Dewdrop win. That's all it is. <laughs> Who's left? Jacqueline. Bianca. All right, good. Bianca's throwing out Jacqueline after they teamed up on uh, Ruthless Vato. Bianca, Molly, Sasha, Bailey, Lita, Shayna. So I'm going to have Shayna go after Bianca. Bianca's going to duck down, and Sasha's going to eliminate Shayna. Little shock. There it is. <laughs> Ripping my fucking soul out. I have a feeling I know where this is going, by the way. Since apparently it's anything fucking goes now. <laughs> Oof. Sorry, I kayfabed. Let's have... I got to get the Jeopardy music for when we do this. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, all my plans are fucking foiled. I guess have... Think oh, on the fly, ba- I have a question. It. Is Bailey a heel or a baby? She's whatever you want her to be. Yeah, you can you can call it. All right, I'm making her a heel and she's flipping out Molly. Good. It's a good pick. <laughs> Final four. Bianca, Sasha, Bailey, and Lita. At least we have a credible person winning this thing. Yeah, Bianca's throwing out Bailey for me. I want Bianca to look good. Bianca's throwing out Bailey. Yep. Okay. So it's Bianca, Lita, Shayna. Bianca, Lita, Sasha. I'm going to have Sasha get her WrestleMania moment back and throw out Bianca Belair. Good. Mm. We come down to Sasha and Lita. PJ, on you. The winner of the Ultimate Rumble. Don't be weak. Lita. There it is. Good job. (laughs) That's and what, what a happy going. couple, Kane and Lita. <laughs> so go figure. The peop you know, the people that win these rumbles is Kane, a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> and Lita, a woman who was the first girl I ever seen wear a thong on the outside of her pants. <laughs> I went with Lita. I don't know what to tell you. She was over. I was with her. She needs the main That's event. what I wanted. I wanted Lita the whole way. I, I thought I thought we had a I thought Jacqueline was gonna end up on top of this thing. Nah. Nah, for me it was gonna be Dewdrop. It was always gonna be Dewdrop. I was gonna try to manipulate her all the way up. 
I couldn't let you do a Mildred Burke. <laughs> that was almost. But as do you bad notice as... how we did more to build Shayna Baszler right than they've ever fucking done? Yeah. It wasn't even fucking hard. <laughs> no, they she threw out a true. couple of people. No, they did that for her in the Rumble, but then she did nothing afterwards. That's the problem. They had her. See, TJ, we, we also they had our top heavy here, and I like that. Yeah, but guys seemed boring at times. I don't know. I felt like the ring was filled with nobodies. Mildred Burke and Alundra tying up is the stuff of legend. You brought in Bull Nakano. Yeah, you shit. started this shit. I started this shit. You tried to make a women's fantasy rumble. I don't want to watch a real one. I thought that it would be fun and we can get some stuff across that might not come across in the actual rumble. And Like Bull Nakano, exactly. <laughs> Or the fabulous Moolah coming back to stretch youngins. <laughs> or Mildred Burke. I think Cornell No one knows it. who Mildred Burke is. I do, asshole. And put- I saw in 1954 <laughs> the Louisville Gardens. <laughs> I got a blood on my tie. I fucking <laughs> saved it, Brian. <laughs> Toughest woman I ever seen. Yep. And Britt Breaker yep. <laughs> is going to hold the record in the WWE now. She was the fastest elimination ever. <laughs> Dewdrop came in and tossed her right on her fucking head. It was an interesting rumble. I thought so. It, I wasn't, think as, it wasn't as climatic as Kane winning last week. When Kane won last week, <sighs> well, the, the adrenaline two was weeks, going it was high. a fucking, uh, yeah. I don't think I could have tossed rush. that leader, though. I think I was, I was with you. I, she was the one I wanted to bring in, and I wanted to bring in Britt, so I'm happy you did it. Cause, what, well, Britt Baker? Ron Breaker? Brian. Bomb breaker, dream maker, love maker, won't you come along and this with me? Does Brick Breaker really do it for you? Or you just want to get into anything that was near Adam Cole's penis? <laughs> Does she do it for me in what in what aspect? Is she really that good or do you just think I she, think she's good. I think do you she's really? attractive. Yeah, I think she's not. I don't think she's You good. don't think her attractiveness weighs heavily with how good of a performer you think she is? I but, think she, I don't think she's the best thing going. I think she's she's good. You don't think attractiveness in professional sports is always a factor? Why do you think Shayna Baszler's not at the top? It's a rough I, I, it's I a rough subject because the truth is is I don't think what, she uh I don't, when I envision when I, I envision a female in wrestling, because of girls like Sonny. She looks like an athlete, and and it's not like she's... I, I, I hate this. going to sound so bad. But I don't think she's ugly. I don't. I, you know, I, I think... And she's I, got the look of a real athlete, which I like. I think when you have girls like Sasha going out there with eight-piece costumes and, uh, you know, fucking 18 pounds of makeup, and then you have Shayna Baszler... there's Bazel, a place for that. There is, but then you have Shayna Baszler coming out. I just don't think you're going to ever push Shayna over a girl like that, and that's the shame of it. Because but, it really shouldn't be based on that. It shouldn't. But it is. It absolutely is. And I guess is. that's why you get champions like Bianca Belair and like Charlotte, who are at once very feminine and at the other hand clearly athletes. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. They can do something with Shayna Baszler. I don't want to hear that they can't. Don't I'm not tell me saying they can't. that they can. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just illustrating a point that I think is what how Vince McMahon thinks at least. I don't necessarily agree with it. I, he wants his champions to look like super. I don't know because then you have you have Nia Jackson the other end, and nothing against her either. But she's a bigger person, and she did win a belt, and she had stories. She's not your it. traditional feminesque. Uh, right. Yes. If you put exactly. her, Eva. yeah, exactly. but she has a better face than I don't know. It's too specific. I don't want to insult people. I'm just saying, like the way that he looks at it is a little bit different than the way we look at it. We look at it for the better wrestler, the better athlete, <laughs> and Vince looks to see who has whose the face he can put on a Seven Eleven cup. Uh, yes, it's a big part of it. It's a it's big part of it. I think she can make millions. I mean, 
I don't know. I don't know about the psychology of fucking women and little girl fans, of which there can't be many, but they are out there. Don't you want variety in the in the women that you push? You can't always push the beautiful blonde statuesque skinny mm-hmm. supermodel type. Yeah, that uh, you know they've been Trish, doing it for thirty years. Well, I, I see it changing now. We have much more variety. We have a do drop. Do drop never would have made television in the past. We have a do drop. You know, there's more women of color than ever before. There's more. You know, we have Jap fucking Oscar, who somehow we left out of this too, unfortunately. Yeah, we're just like we're just like Vince. We don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> but booking I, things on the fly. Reports say the Rick Radio three count changed forty times. Well, this again, it, it's <laughs> my Wednesday evening. They fired Shane McMahon. It's my simple argument when I make fun of things like Charlotte coming out in Power Ranger suits and Becky Lynch dressing like an asshole. Why? I just don't understand why you would push them acting this way when you have legitimate athletes that you hide in a closet and don't use when they come out in high heels to a fight, which is ridiculous too. I don't know. There's a happy balance. Women's wrestling is an odd thing. It very it is because a lot of it is fetish based, and I don't care what anyone says. A lot of it is fetish based. A lot of it is some of these people have sick fucking fantasies, like the people that watch AEW female wrestling and try to tell me Rio looks like anything other than a fucking fourteen year old in a fucking in some type of weird fucking struggle film. It's it's odd. It's very fetish. It is. Uh, yeah, he's not wrong. I, I'm telling you that, that that's why you have a Shotzi because there's some dudes that want some pierced up fucking girl and in, in, some. There's oh, probably you know who we fucking forgot. Rhea Ripley. There's some and Gail du- Kim. I was thinking about Gail Kim would have just left anyway. Mickey James. There. We didn't forget them. I think we just ran out of room. I would have had Mickey James. We had Mildred. In. Yeah, but who's we? You got a mouse in your pocket? <laughs> Who's we? Who's we decided on Mildred Burke? You had a mouse Me in your Frank pocket. Kind of I did. never agreed to Mildred Burke. Did you put in Katie Lee Burchill? Yeah, really. You want to talk about random? <laughs> you put in a fucking pirate manager. Fuck she off. Was, she was in five different promotions. I yeah, don't so remember her in any of them. Oh, God, here it What goes. color was Mildred Burke's hair? <laughs> I feel like she had the curly hair. You know, that comes up to your oh, shoulder. He can't tell because all the pictures are in black and white. <laughs> she was 26 and she looked 53. Yes, that's exactly what I'm getting. Yo, why me. did they look so old back then? That's exactly what I'm getting. You ever look at pictures like old World War II vets when they were 17? They just look grown as, oh, there she is. She looks formidable. <laughs> I was right about the hair. Mildred Burke, a handsome woman. She looks like uh, the 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 mother from that '70s show. Died in 1989. Let's see what it says about Mildred Burke. Professional wrestling career. There she is. Oh Mickey boy. Mickey Kayfabe's his favorite wrestler. She looks like a fucking hoss. Jesus yeah, there you Christ! Go. That's why I put her in the fucking Rumble. Burke in 1937. What? 1937. They didn't even have rights then. How the fuck was she wrestling? In the 1930s, Burke wrestled over 200 men. Oh, only, my God. And only lost to one of them. Her husband. Despite the riches <laughs> that her husband earned as a promoter of women grasslers, there was a dark side to their marriage. Uh, uh, obviously. As a father figure to the woman he trained and managed, but also with a reputation as a womanizer because he repeatedly cheated on Burke. Yeah, women did not have an easy fucking shake. In 1930, she couldn't even yeah. get a fucking credit card without that asshole. It was I, the I different time sure credit card. Yeah. I'm not sure we had credit cards. Well, that that's true. 1930, they were still playing for fucking half pennies and shit. Legacy. According to wrestling experts, see Nikki Kayfabe, Mildred Burke, is considered one of the... Mo- <laughs> <laughs> I just updated that Wikipedia, so... <laughs> 
That's Mildred good. Burke recently came to prominence after being featured in a fantasy booking segment <laughs> on Ring Crew Radio. <laughs> Interesting. If Mildred Burke goes up on the Google Hits this week. We're going to fucking know who did it. Mildred Burke, let a trend. Tell the world. Mildred Burke. She got eliminated by <laughs> fucking who threw her over. I don't uh You had it thrown out by yeah, some, Shana. Some woman was coming in throwing out all the. Shana, uh, I think. Good. She threw out all the uh, old. Shana people. threw out everybody. No, Charlotte came in and threw her out. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah. think you might be right. Look at yeah. that. Good memory. Berg died of a stroke in February 1989. California. All right. Well, I don't know much about Hey, hats off to anybody that lived from 1930 on. People were still dying of the shits in that era. <laughs> and she's a member of the Hall of Fame for WWE? What? Yeah, they put it in. They put it in like the Legacy Award. Oh, geez. they would show like three pictures of them and act like they were paying homage to wrestling's past. Oh, right. So when okay. Nikki K. first heard the name, no, he didn't. He Mildred didn't even know what that. Burke. Nikki Cornette got you into him, right? Of course he yes. did. Nikki K. doesn't know half the guys from the Attitude Era. He's fucking useless. Well, there you have it. Overall, I thought our Rumble was better than anything they fucking did on WWE programming. But I thought overall the Rum- the Rumble show was not. Terrible. I thought it was good. I thought it got a lot of unnecessary thumbs hate. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs I'll in give the it, I'm giving it a thumbs up. Wow. I'm giving it a thumbs I'm, up. I'm, I'm like the neutral. like the, the I'm middle. Like, I'm like thumbs orange, in the middle. I'm like Orange Cassidy. It's a little faint. Fuck you. It's a little... It's up there, but it's it's not fully, you know. Quarter chub. It's like a sixty-year-old, seventy-year-old's, you know. Quarter chub, huh? Yeah. It's a quarter chub. So you're both going to give it a... Huh? Yeah. I'm going to throw this one out there. My fucking thumbs down, Vince. Get your fucking shit together. What did I, Blackjack think of it? Blackjack was not happy. He wasn't enthralled at all. So it was a very boring I, I, show. I think the, the the first match was very good. I thought the finish sucked. I, th- uh, you know what? And you took the air out of the room for the night on and at that I, point. I thought the men's... Sure did. Yeah, I'm not saying it was great. I don't think it was really that, good. See, my it, was, thing, it's a, it, was a, it was meh. But meh from the WWE for me, because I expect better from them. I don't know why. Batista, thumbs down. Fuck you. Get it together. Enough of the bullshit. And hopefully we'll have it together on next week's edition of Ring for Radio. Before we get there, Mr. Cliff, you know what to do. Follow us at Ring Crew Radio. Follow me at High Flyer RCR. Follow PJ at PJ Stackpole RCR. And follow the most visceral man on Twitter. Piece of garbage. If you want to fucking get into a fight with somebody, you know what, folks? Don't even talk wrestling with him. Just go on there and write, go fuck yourself. At Nikki K. Fabe. Bring it. RCR. There it is. Oh, boy. So, gentlemen, another week down. A mad week in wrestling. We hope your week was better. Hopefully the road one. to the fucking rumble picks up soon. Road to mania. Fuck! <laughs> Have a good week, folks.